Here it is, a Thursday, the 18th day of January, 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey right there. That is Nika D. That is me. What's your uh, little sweatshirt say? Why is everyone so obsessed with me? Yeah. Right. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. I got a couple of those in the closet, too. (laughs) You can always tell how somebody's feeling if they're in a mood by... What kind of writing they got on their shirt? Because oh, you, you don't normally wear that shirt. I'm not saying you in particular. I'm just yeah. saying in general. You wouldn't normally wear that shirt, but if you wake up in a mood, you know it's funny, right? It is. It's like chicks when they go out, they're on a date, and uh, they wear the black underwear. They're looking to get some. No, that's not true. <laughs> oh, that's absolutely true. It is scientific. If you wear black underwear, you're looking to get some matching brown panties. That is a fact. Okay. Scientifically proven. I'm gonna give you that. I don't. I don't match all the time. You're right. No, no, no. If you go out and you match, because what you're doing—that's what I'm saying. But I try to match when I know somebody's gonna see it. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You're right. You want? <laughs> I told you. I'm right. right. Scientifically proven. I'm right. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Nelson uh, joins us uh, via the computer screen. Uh, hello, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm in my black bra and panties right now. Because you, you want me to see it, don't you? I do. Yeah. I want you to see it, man. Kyle's on the other side of the glass, and Dougie T is uh, day number two of pushing all the buttons and making things work. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can use that also to get in on the text machine uh, whenever you want before 10 a.m. We have uh, Joe Satriani, Stevie Vi tickets to the Hard Rock Live, May 11th. We'll give those away close to 8 o'clock with a round of nothing personal. By the way, Nelson, I need that. Uh, also, oh, yeah, sorry. Also, Daughtry and Scott Stapp uh, this Friday at the venue, Thunder Valley. Both myself and Nikki D will be out at that show uh, doing some fun stuff. Get there early because we'll uh, we'll have some stuff to hand out to you when we go up and uh, do our little stagey thing. Yeah. All right. So I'll bring I'll bring the stuff. You bring the, 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 the arm. I got the arm. You got the arm. Oh, I got the arm. It was funny. I was I was talking with our promotions department yesterday, and you know, because this is, I think the first, I think this is the first time they've they've put us up on a stage. Yes. You know, since we've been here, right? And so it's it's taken a minute, and uh, you know, I like stuff. I like doing that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, you know, back in the day, you know, when you would do, you know, there's the, there are gigs or appearances. Radio doesn't do anywhere near as many as they used to back in the day. I mean, I used to do like. I was like in my 20s is like 14 a month and uh and you would you know the, the promotions department would come out and they'd have a bucket of stuff and this is when radio stations would have tons and tons of merchandise and uh we would throw out <laughs> we would have you know the, the record labels would send you boxes of cds from the artists that you're playing oh so you would in the promotions room they would just have boxes and boxes of cds and so uh there would be cds in the, in this tub that the promotions team would come out and you'd have prizes to give away throughout the time you're at the whatever event. And, and, and well, the first radio station I worked at, this was a lot of radio stations across the country. So if you're like an OG radio listener, especially from a heritage station somewhere, you were you, you might even have one. Like radio stations used to give away license plates. So you would be up on stage and you would be chucking license plates. That sounds yes. so dangerous. And and we never once thought that it was going to hurt anybody. Nope. There was a there was a club gig that I used to do, like when I first got in this business in the middle nineties, uh, in the mid nineties, and uh, and in the DJ booth, uh, and the the DJ DJ Larry D, rest his soul, what a great dude, and uh, 
it, we were elevated above the crowd, and so we're just launching. Like I was, I'm so, like I look back now, and I was having this conversation, which I'm afraid to reminisce in this building because I get sent to HR. <laughs> but 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 I was like, you know, I I look back now, and I'm, I'm just surprised nobody ever walked out of one of these things with a license plate in their forehead. Me right? too, or stitches or something. <laughs> right, exactly. But never, you know, it's funny. The more dangerous stuff that you do, uh, allegedly, years later. Uh, the less attention you pay to it, uh, then the, the less dangerous it really is. You know, you know, or maybe people just didn't complain. I don't know. Maybe people were leaving those club gigs bloodied up, and I had no idea. Right? They were just excited to be there. They you just took w- someone's head right off and right. didn't even know about I, it. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I decapitated somebody. You know, at the at the club gig. Yeah, but they were just happy to have a license plate. So it was worth it. They got to see the radio station. Right. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I guess anyway, a point to my long drawn out story is Friday night. No license plates. No. Soft things. We we will have soft Soft items. Soft (laughs) items for you to grab. How about that? No one should walk away hurt. Uh, Listen to this. Oh, by the way, uh, on social, if you want to give us a like, share, follow at Listen to the BS and uh, on the YouTube, our channels at The Bailey Show. We'll start the live stream here at 7 a.m. on the BS Facebook as well as the 98 Rock Facebook for the Bagars that join us each and every morning. And if you uh, have yet to join us and that's your thing, uh, we look forward to talking with you uh, on the stream at 7. So uh, I get this. So I've been getting these emails the last couple of weeks about renewing my registration. Now, I don't know for those that did not hear this portion of the show, because, yes, we are still fairly new. But when you know we both got here, I know I went and jumped in to get my driver's license, my California license, because mm-hmm. I needed that to get my CCW, my concealed carry. Nikki still has. You have not. You did get your license. I got my license. You got yes. your license. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. But I just got him, though. You just got it. Yeah. So it was a headache for me. Not so much for Nikki, but for me. Nine times that I was at the DMV. I mean, it was it was it was a thing. Like this is between your license and your registration, though, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, because I had to find a place to weigh my truck. Yep, it was a whole deal. And they never would tell me everything at one time. Uh, I failed the test. You had to wait and take it again. So anyway, but I've only had my license, my California license, for ten months. I know that you have to renew your your tag mm-hmm. every year anywhere you live. Right. But, like, say, go back to – in Georgia, you can do it for two years. I don't know if you can do that here, but it was fairly inexpensive. Now, when I moved from Florida to Georgia, Georgia was more expensive than Florida because Florida has toll roads. Georgia does not. So you have an what's called an ad valorem tax, uh, and it's a little bit pricier, and I was shocked. But now I get my renewal notice here for the state of California, and it's $806. $806. That's out of control. I used to pay a dollar a year to renew my tag. One dollar. Can somebody please tell me this is normal? I did see Kyle. Kyle, are you listening over there? You posted on my Instagram, and you said I'm getting scammed, I think. Is it, yeah, no, he's not saying that anymore. Well, well didn't you just, like, why are you already having to pay this registration? Isn't the one you just did good for a year, or did it just take up what was left on the registration that you had in Georgia? These are all questions that I don't have answers for. I'm assuming that a year is a calendar year, not a year to date. Right. How old is See, that's up. weird, because where I'm from, it is a year from the moment you register. So, like, with Nebraska, it's got 
a, a month number on it, and then the sticker is just a different color for each year. But if you registered your car in May, you always register your car in May. So in in Georgia and Florida, it was on your birthday. Yeah, it was on your birthday. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So it was on your birthday. So mm-hmm. that that was the year to your birthday. Yep, a year to your birthday. So when did you register your truck? Was it in March? No. I didn't think it was. He didn't I, register his truck until like the summertime, I thought. The no, pro- it wasn't that long. The process might have started in March. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a while. It took a but while. The way California works, too, is if your driver's license is on your birthday, but then you have a separate date for the registration, and the newer the vehicle, the higher the fees. Yeah, well, it says uh, $300 for registration fee. uh, for a license fee, which says may be an income tax deduction, uh, which is supposed to, I guess, make me feel better. Oh, sure. A weight fee of $154. Nothing makes you feel more fat than having to pay $154. (laughs) So I don't have to pay anything for a special plate fee. Uh, which for those of you that have specialty plates, I don't know how you look at this and then just even if it was a dollar more because of that, it would drive me insane. County district fees, eight bucks. Owner responsibility fee, that is zero. So I guess I'm not responsible for paying this. I don't know. Uh, and a smog abatement fee, twenty five dollars. Uh, so it says a total due on or before three thirty one, eight hundred and six dollars. Or $27 to file planned non-operation, which I guess that would tell them that I'm no longer driving the vehicle, but I still want it registered. Right. Mm. But that to me, like, am I just misunderstanding this? Is it normal? You know, Because I look, I did a little bit of research on this and I, you know, I Googled, why is my California registration renewal so expensive? And then I get you know sucked into the rabbit hole of a Reddit thread, and nobody really answers the question. They're just posting the exact same picture that I'm showing you right now, Nikki. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. And just everybody bitching and complaining about it. Uh, but there, there was the common thread of it's based off of the value of your car when you bought it, which was kind of silly because when when and you had to do this too probably mm-hmm. when you when you re- when I registered my truck. They were asking me how much I paid for it. And I'm like, why? What do, why do you care? Yep. Oh, no, they didn't ask me. They didn't ask me how much no, I paid yeah, It was on car. the paperwork. Oh, it was? You, oh, I didn't fill it out. Yeah, you just didn't fill it out then. <laughs> I didn't fill is it that out. Not part of, is that not part of what you guys have done in other states? No. I, I don't remember that at all. I've never well, like, written down how much I paid for it. Me neither. Car. That's why I was surprised. And they wanted, you to, they wanted to know how much you paid in taxes for it. No. Uh-huh. I didn't answer that question either. What do you mean, uh-huh? That's normal. That seems, nor- that seems normal to me. Like, if you sell, like, one of the 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 benefits of, like, selling person to person instead of going through a dealership is that you can fudge the bill of sale. So, like, if you sell to, like, family or whatever, like, oh, I'm going to sell you my car, and I, I charged you $1,500 for my car, I'd write you a bill of sale for $300 because... That way you would be charged less in registration fees when you went to register your car. That just seems normal to me, I guess. I got to tell you, buying and selling cars, I'm stupid. I don't I don't know anything about it. I, I really, really don't. Um, so I the, the getting this bill of $806, though, I got to tell you, that was... That's out of control. And it's, it's putting smog on there. So does that mean you don't have to go get that smog test? That you then have to pay the additional seventy five dollars for? I've oh oh the, hold on this story actually okay I'll, I'll I'll finish the rest of it here in a minute. <laughs> so there's a number 
I forgot about this part. There's a number to call. Uh huh. So I attempted to call the number. Uh oh. <laughs> attempted. Uh oh. <laughs> know what that means? <laughs> it's a story within a story. Mm-hmm. One's my fault. The other's not. Okay. So I will take a little bit of blame for the per- first first part of my blood pressure rising yesterday at about four twenty eight ish. When Rach runs upstairs to my studio, are you okay? Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right, 916-909-0985. If uh, you want to start us off here, give us a minute. Hang on. All right, back to my uh, $806 registration renewal notice story. Back to this phone call. That's what I'm ready to hear. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's what I... what (laughs) Well, you say it like that, it might not live up to the hype, Nikki. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'm looking, at, I'm looking at it, I'm going, Jesus, Mary and Joseph, $806. That's absurd. It's a lot of money. You know, is this normal? Is every this, year? Is this what you have to do every year? <sighs> so there's a phone number on here, mm-hmm. and I call it. It's an 800 number. And I get this, uh, I get this uh, automated woman that's trying to sound like she's real. You know, like, oh. Hey, it's Sarah. How are you? Good. Great. Great to hear. You know, like one of those things. I think those are more annoying than the computer-generated ones. Well, she got me. And I'm going, Sarah, stop talking. Sarah, stop talking. Well, here, and she just keeps going. And she's like, look, uh, we really want to get you signed up for this medical device, this medical bracelet. It's going to help save your life. And I'm like, what the, why am I calling the DMV and they're trying, like, is this, is this something new for phone trees that they're trying to sell you on something before, like, you have to listen to this person before you can actually talk to somebody at the DMV? So I am screaming, you know, thinking that somebody, I don't know. I don't know why I was screaming. <laughs> I was screaming. That's all I know is I was screaming enough for my wife to run upstairs and ask me what's wrong. And uh, and I'm like, you know, so then I cuss her out. And I'm cussing out a robot, right? And don't realize it? And, no, I, well, I, I eventually realized it. Oh, I mean, okay. It was pretty quickly I realized it. So I'm cussing out a robot and I hang up. And I'm like, I'm so frustrated. So I'm telling my wife what's going on. And I'm like, I'm calling back. And she's like, don't call back. It's going to ruin your dinner. Don't call back. My dumbass called the eight. I put 877 in there for some oh, reason. God. So if you want a medical bracelet, call... <laughs> Put 877 in front of the DMV phone number instead of 800. But then I tried to call the DMV, and again, it was just a phone tree. You can't ever talk to anybody. Same woman, just different product now. (laughs) (laughs) So there was was nobody there, and it was funny. I woke up this morning to a text from the DMV asking me to take a survey on how the service was when I called. Oh, put all zero. Somebody will call you then. I did, and I'm I'm, going to see what happens. Usually they don't care. It's all smoke and mirrors, so... I don't know. Take this story, Nikki, because I know you're struggling right now with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's at the age where she wants to get her, what, permit, right? She already has her permit. Well, she wants to get her license. So she gets her license when she turns 16. And, and for the most part, she can drive pretty well. But there's still some things that she has to tweak. And the more she drives, the more she drives, the better she'll get. She better take her ass to get a job. Because if Ugh, you got yes. this, if you got, that's what I told my daughter last night. She was like talking about all these things. I'm like, you better go get yourself a job. You're, exactly. You're 18, you mm-hmm. know? I was like, this free ride's running running, running dry. And you're about to go to school? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was like, you better start stockpiling some cash. You want all these things for sorority rush at Alabama and all these things? <laughs> I was like, I ain't paying for it. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can, you're can. you not doing anything during the day other than, you know, 
doing nothing, you know. So, uh, but you're, you, you know, with your daughter, Nikki, you're, you're hesitant because of her attitude. Yeah, because I've been going to pick her up from school every day and letting her drive not only herself home, but I'm letting her drive one of her friends home. So I go pick her up. With you in the car. Of course, with me in the car. Yeah. I sit in the back seat. I let the two of them get in the front seat. And, you know, they feel important. And it's zero degrees outside. And they get in the car and roll the windows down so everybody can see them. And I'm uh, like, are you guys kidding? I'm, I am back here. And it's cold. <laughs> so um, I should I've, be in a studio with you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've been letting her do that. and uh, But her attitude has been getting more and more, like, funky. And I'm like, is driving one of those things you take away that's quote unquote a privilege, or do I still need to keep teaching her because she does have to get a license eventually? Uh, I wonder where she gets that attitude from. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Really she get it from my mama. She wow, Nelson! Wow. I think they wrote a whole song about it. <laughs> there is no question. She is your daughter. <laughs> right. Uh, well, you know, so it's it's kind of probably like the phone situation, right? For us growing up. That would be considered a uh, a privilege, not a right, you know. But now you look at it differently. Is that you? Your kid has to have their phone yep. for emergencies. I mean, especially with all these horrible things that we see at school and mm-hmm. and all those types of things. So it's very difficult, and they live off their phone. They don't need anything else. It's hard to punish them with the phones. I've tried that. Um, that doesn't really work well. I even went and got like one of those like Obama phones to like make her have when she's on punishment to where she can only dial out. That didn't work well. Either. What's an Obama phone? Right. What? So when Obama was in office, um, <laughs> I never heard the Obama phone. <laughs> when he was in office, if you got any type of government assistance, they gave you free cell phones, and mm-hmm. they call everybody called them Obama phones because they were just like. They're not even flip phones. They're just like the old school little like Nokia's or something. And all you can do is call and you can text. But, you know, it's hard to text on those phones where you got to dial a number. and Click, 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 yeah. click, click. So you click, really click. can only call on them. So people that have the Obama phones, they use them like when their phones get cut off and stuff like that. Nope. You never heard that? Uh, again, <laughs> again, this is one of the reasons I love to come to work. This is why I get up early, because just like you, I'm learning things. Obama phone. Just yes, like we you. Can. So, so to answer your question, I was comparing it to the phone because mm-hmm. you, you have to teach her. I know, right? Right. I mean, you're, you're kind of stuck in a situation. Uh, you're going to have to find... You're going to have to find another out. I haven't taken her none this week. I haven't let her drive at all this week because she made me mad with her attitude. Well, and you don't have to let her drive her friend home from school to take her to a park lot. You know what I mean? Like, you can make it so that, that okay, you're going to learn, but you're going to learn Saturday from this time to this time, and then there's not going to be any more driving mom home from this event or driving your friend home from school. Maybe, maybe the punishment is she has to listen to music she doesn't like in the car. Which is this station. She yeah. always turns it. Oh, well, thank Isn't you. Isn't that crazy? Appreciate that. Yeah, thanks for supporting your mother. Exactly. Who's paying your bills by Ooh, being on this radio station. She doesn't want to listen to my station. <clears throat> she gets in the car and turns it off. I'm like, what are you doing? So maybe maybe you force her to listen to a fantastic radio station. <laughs> <laughs> and also maybe you have her dress up like a giraffe or something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Something has to give, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't have the answer for that. I've never, I've, I didn't have that. You know, the problem that I had with Caleb, my oldest, who's 22 now, is he didn't even want to drive. 
Yeah, that's what most people that I've kind of tossed this out to. They're like, at least your daughter wants to drive. My daughter just wants to catch Uber. I'm like, yeah, it's it, it's a like they think that Uber's free, you know, like Starbucks <laughs> is free because you pay that. Like, I wish that schools would teach have a class called Common Sense 101. I know that's supposed to come from the parents. I get it, but it, it doesn't hurt, you know, to have a financial class of the basics mm-hmm. where money on phone goes on credit card comes out of your pocket you know yeah. it's just very simple stuff they think it comes from air yeah i haven't figured that out i'm 42 so right if it were around in nebraska when 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 nelson was going to school maybe he would still be in the studio right now <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe possibly he wouldn't be a 42 year old guy that's like way in debt Oh, by the way, yeah. have, have you found the, the prank that I've pulled on you? I haven't brought it up in a couple of days. No, no, it's driving me nuts. And so obviously that tells me, if you're asking me this, that the prank is like with me somehow. It is. It is. I look at myself in the mirror every day thinking, did he like shave something into my head that I don't notice? Or like, no. I if I had a dollar for every time I took my glasses off to see if you like etched something into them, I, like I'd be rich by now. I could be back in California. No, it has nothing to do with your glasses. Why would he have had time to etch something into your glasses that's on your face? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make me any happier. Where else have you looked? Oh, I've looked up and I just stare at the truck. I feel like you wrote something in the dirt on the truck. I'm, like, looking in between the letters of, like, Nelson painting. I'm checking. I called the phone number to make sure you didn't, like, edit the phone number on it. Like. <laughs> That's a good idea. I was like, no, 331-7900. That's still the shop's number. It says it on all three sides of the van. I don't know, man. I, and now, now I've got myself convinced partly that there is no prank, and that's what you're trying to do to me is make me uh, neurotic. Hmm. Make you. Oh. Yeah. You're already there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won. <laughs> it worked. Uh, all right. Well, do you think it might be somewhere else? You know, maybe on the truck, maybe on your luggage, maybe in your clothes. You got to my luggage? I've checked my jeans. I've seen. I've been looking at my jeans to see if maybe you wrote something in Sharpie or like. Again, how would he do this with the jeans being on your body? Is it on my backpack? I haven't even looked at my backpack. Oh, my God. Is it in my backpack? You'd agree, though, Nikki. It's pretty good because it's lasted oh, it this is. long. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. It's really good. And, and when see, he finds out. I don't know if he's going to find out. I know that's the best that's part what of it. Makes me, that's knows. what makes me believe yeah, that I it's know. nothing. Oh. oh, it's something. You want a clue? Kind of. Well, it's either a yes or no question. Kind yes. Of, not yeah, yeah, I want a clue. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's going to die. The prank is real. It exists. Okay. okay. It's out there. Is it my backpack? And most likely, based Is off it? of history of this prank, which I've done one other time. Well, a couple other times. Well, I really one good other time. You might not ever find it. Is it in my backpack? Wow. But somebody else will. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, great. That's good. Which makes it even funnier <laughs> when the payoff comes up. All right. First round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how football landed fans in the hospital and where fish hooks were found at a local park. All right, two big stories from today. Getting you learned with your first round of headlines here in just a minute. Hang on. All right, first round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530 Good Air. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. Nikki D. The love of football sent fans in Kansas to the ER. H1. 
During Saturday's playoff game at Arrowhead Stadium between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Miami Dolphins, an unfortunate turn of events unfolded as the bone-chilling weather took its toll. Missouri officials have revealed that 15 fans have been transported to a local hospital during the game for hypothermia. The temperature dropped down to 4 degrees with a wind chill of negative 20 degrees. And by the end of the game, the temperature was negative 9 degrees. And this is being called uh, the fourth coldest game in NFL history. Is it worth it? That's what There's I'm wondering. There's nothing that I'm passionate enough to get hypothermia over. Nope. Why don't the players get hypothermia? Because they're moving around, they got jackets, they got heat zones, and you know right. they got all. I mean, that's you're what just, I was wondering. Like, why why don't they get affected by this? If it's that cold, why don't they call these games? It was kind of cool though. Like to, to, I mean, there's something to be said about a fan base that's willing to risk their lives in order to go to a freaking football game. You know, and I love football. Don't get me wrong. It's just I'm not passionate enough about anything that would make me want to go out of my house. And you know how many. Are, amounts of snow and then you know when the buffalo game you they, they had the fans come early and they gave them shovels to shovel the snow out of the seats which again i thought was kind of cool a little camaraderie thing right i'm taking care of the people that sit next to me it's kind of neat i just don't see myself sitting you know in outside a, outside freezing for in the cold i have a friend um, she, when she lived in Ohio, this happened to her. She went to one of those Ohio games or whatever, and she ended up getting hypothermia because it was so cold, and they stayed out there. I'm like, why? The uh, um, coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, was doing a press conference yesterday, and a reporter, this female reporter, had this long-winded – sportsy people tend to double, um, uh, double shoot questions, you know, Load twice, you know, so they'll ask the question and then follow it up with a question. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so she does that, and it's this long-winded question that takes up probably about three minutes. Anyway, the point of her question was, how do you feel playing in Detroit where the weather is so bad and it's going to be so cold? And he's just looking at her the entire time. And he goes, well, you know, it's a dome. We play inside, right? Oh. <laughs> Like, how do you show up and not know that, right? Wow. That was embarrassing. <laughs> but, you know, to his credit, he was cool about it, and he followed it up with, you know, the weather's bad, and, you know, we're going to be fine. And this, the, he, was ve- he, was ve- he was very nice with her. Like, if you would have gotten a different, <laughs> like a Belichick or a Popovich or somebody like that, he'd be like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> you know, like, what are you talking about right now? Uh, yeah, I don't see myself ever doing that. No, me either. Never yeah. not one time do I want to do that. And I wonder, you know, like on the back of the ticket, you know, baseball games where people get hit by foul balls, you know, in the fine print it says SOL. It's it's right. all on you once you enter the stadium. Uh, I don't know if hypothermia is covered under that. I wonder. I'm sure they probably have fine fine print on all tickets and stuff that we go to. We just don't read it. I've never heard that before. You know, <laughs> like getting Hypothermia. hypothermia. No, no, hypothermia. I have, I've heard of it before, yes. Absolutely. No, 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 I'm saying getting at a football game. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. You've heard people get hypothermia at a football yeah, game? Yeah, I just told you it happened to a friend of mine. Yeah, she just said at right. a football oh, game. Okay, sorry. I mean, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh. She got hypothermia. Did they take care a, of her? Medical? The, the the No, not the team or the stadium or nothing. She Free tickets? On her own. T-shirt? Nope. nope. Jesus, that sucks. All right, second story. Some crazy went dog fishing in El Dorado County, H2. Concern about the odd find made it through the neighborhood. Well, I'm concerned because we have plenty of dog owners here. El Dorado Hills um, at Governor's Park, uh, people walking out, uh, outside on Tuesday, walking their dogs, noticed that there were dozens of pieces of hot dogs that had 
fish hooks stuck inside of the hot dogs. They're not sure who put them there. If maybe some kids or something might have actually been trying to go fishing and was using the hot dog pieces or if somebody was trying to hurt dogs. So they're just putting out a warning. If you have dogs in that area and you're walking them, be vigilant of the hot dog pieces. And if you see them, they want you to report it to the police. Or the homeless. Or the what? Homeless. <laughs> the homeless are not eating chunks of hot yeah, dog off I don't the ground. Think so. If you're hungry, you're going to eat a chunk. I would eat a chunk. Look, I'm not homeless, and I would still eat a chunk of a hot dog. Those are delicious. Not off the yeah, ground. You not would not. Place. If I was hungry, I'd eat it. No, you wouldn't. Absolutely. You'd be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I'd eat it. If I was hungry and I needed a snack, sometimes my blood pre- or my sugar gets low. I think that's Well, some- I have seen that in, pr- in practice. <laughs> what? Can I, can I get... I know we're all having appetizers and drinks right now, but can I have a hamburger, please? <laughs> I'm hungry. May I, may I have a hamburger, please? I'm, I'm noticing a, a drop in my blood my blood sugars. I'm getting the shakes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Is that my voice you're doing? As a, uh, yes, uh, I'm Mr. Bailey, and I need a little, just a little taste, something for my taste buds. <laughs> I did my, that? You did that. <laughs> my octopus was that. not enough. I need a burger, too. Oh. <laughs> Okay, look, sometimes when my blood sugar gets low, I got to eat, you know, and at that at that moment, we were having a, a meeting, a business meeting, and we were out, and they had all these little snacks on the table, and they just did not interest me. <laughs> they were a little too foo-foo for me, and I need some, I need some real foo. <laughs> Excuse me for being hungry. No, you can be hungry, oh, but you surely weren't eating off the ground. That's for no. sure. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't happening. That's oh. all. Wow, that was no. me. Oh. That I've was never, me. I've never, I've never been me like that before. <laughs> All right, I got a good story for y'all, uh, and you can participate here. And I'll tell you what, uh, I've got uh, some more Daughtry Stab tickets for this Friday at the Thunder Valley at the venue. If you want to go, so I'll give those to uh, to the best perk. And what I mean by that is, have you ever taken a job just for the perks? Uh, and uh, I want to hear what the best perk was that you got from the job, and the best perk we'll see. Mr. Daughtry, Mr. Scott Stapp, this Friday at the venue Thunder Valley. Join myself and Nikki D out there. We'll have a good time. Uh, and I got a good story because a friend of mine, a friend of mine, she told me a story why she took a job one time, and it's for the most oddest perk I've ever heard. I mean, interesting enough for me to write it down on my phone and share it with you later because usually you take perks. I know Nikki's taking perks with jobs for hotels, airlines, stuff like that. But this perk, very, very odd. Uh, but, you know, each into their own. Who am I to judge? 916-909-0985, 916-909-0985. What job have you taken just for the perk, and what was the perk? All right? Tell you the story. We'll take your phone calls here in a minute. There we go. Just a couple dudes, me and Kyle, looking at the beautiful sunrise together. He's more. He's more in touch with his feminine side than I am. Okay. Which I can appreciate. So thank you for making me feel comfortable, Kyle. <laughs> it's a very odd conversation. Uh, it's the BSA. Thanks for listening. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. There's Nikki D, uh, Nelson, and Kyle on the other side of the glass. Dougie T is here. Uh, Daughtry is this Friday. He'll be with Scott Stapp at the venue, Thunder Valley, if you'd like to go. 
I've got a pair of tickets. You can join myself and Nikki D out there uh, Friday night. Uh, 916-909-0985. I'm just looking for the best perk that you've gotten from a job or even taken a job just for the perks. And uh, for those that are on hold and lining up, I'll get to your calls here momentarily. Uh, But I bring this up because uh, we had some friends over the other night, and uh, one of our friends was, I I don't know how we got on this conversation, I don't remember, we'd been drinking, and she had said that she had taken a job at, I believe it's Costco. Yes. It's one of the two places, like Costco or Sam's, and she had uh, said she had taken this job uh, in the bakery to learn a recipe for a, a specific type of cake. It's like a caramel apple cake. Oh, and they only serve it or make it there? I guess. <laughs> but it was like you had to go in. She had to go in, apply, wait, accept. Get the job. Get the job. Go to work in a bakery. It, HR, not, like all of that. She's not even a baker. Yeah. Just to learn. It was like a secret. Like she just got the job for that. I love that, though. Like that is baller right there that's most people want to get like perks of having free stuff or something like that she just wanted to learn a cake recipe i like that and i was like did you try google (laughs) (laughs) yeah but you can't get it down like i want to learn the recipe to golden corral ranch maybe i should go apply for a job (laughs) i never even thought about that Uh, and you know what nikki i have never thought about that either Ooh, never I think I'm gonna do it. Never once have I thought about now, I'm not saying I haven't thought about taking a job for a perk. Oh, I've definitely taken a job for a perk. That's what I did at my hotel job. Like when I got fired from radio, I said, All right, I'm not gonna go do radio right now. I'm gonna go work at Delta or either a hotel because I wanna either fly for free or get free hotel stays. Yeah. So that's what I did. I applied for both. Delta was like, no. So I went with Hilton. Right. And that's that's probably like the go-to for people, mm-hmm. you know, if you have that convenience, right? If you have the convenience of applying for a job just for the perk, obviously you're getting money. You might not even enjoy the job, but you just want the perk. Airlines always a go-to. Yep, it's a go-to because we're trying to fly for free. My friend got us in at two airlines, and she didn't start either job. I'm like, I got us hotels free, and all you had to do was get us flights, and you keep messing it up. And she worked there. Well, she never started. First, she got on at United. I'm like, good, that, that'll that work. Didn't start. Hold on. So you had kind of like a plan with your yeah, friends? my best friend. We had a plan. Okay. So you're like, okay, well, look, we're out, of, we're out of a job right now. You get a job at the airline and I'll get a job at the hotel? She wasn't out of a job. She's a nurse. Oh. She was doing this part-time just so we can fly free. She was a, a flight attendant part-time? Well, not a flight attendant. She was trying to work like at the gates where you oh. do reservations and that sort of thing at the airport. Just to get the perk of the free tickets. Mm-hmm. Do they get free tickets? Yeah, if you actually get hired on it as a gate agent or whatever, you fly free. You you get the same perks as what a flight attendant would get. And you yep. get a, and you get a buddy pass. Yeah, and you have wow. a list of people that you can like put under your fr- uh, fly free stuff. I would think that would be the best perk of a job mm-hmm. is the airline. You know, my my first stepfather, the the abusive one. You know, he was uh, when U.S. Air was a thing. He was a captain for U.S. Air, and not realizing it because I was a kid. But we flew free all the time, you know, all's we, all, but all we had to do was we had to dress up. We had to wear a suit and tie. I was a little kid in a little suit and tie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were the pilot's son. And, yeah. And we'd always have to, their hub was in Pittsburgh. So we'd always have to fly 
from BWI out of Baltimore to Pittsburgh and then Pittsburgh to wherever we were going to go. So that was when, you know, young, I didn't realize I was afraid of flying at the time. So that, that was kind of the perk. And the hotel was good for you. I remember that. Yeah, and I'm still, I still get perks from that. I don't get the same as I did when I was an employee, but I get the friends and family discount now that I don't work there. I just asked you the other day if you get a discount. You told me no. Did I? She lied. No, no, no. Wow. I, here's the thing. Wow. I told you no because I, wow. I don't. No, okay. no, no. I had to think about it. I'm like, wait. I oh, told no. you no I because I don't have it under my own name. I am on somebody else's. So I don't have the same benefit that I had when I worked there. Like where I told you before, I could get you it because under my name. That's mm-hmm. why I said no. I've trained you well. That was a very good deflect. No. Good that's, save. That's, that's really good save. Really good save. <laughs> really good that's save. the truth. But I am Quick. thinking about going back part time just because I do want my perks back. Yeah, because you're getting rooms for like forty bucks. Forty dollars, yep. Forty bucks or something like that. Uh, let's see here. Who do we got? We got Travis in Placerville. Good morning there, Travis. Hey, good morning, Jason Bailey. How you doing? On top of the world, sir. On top of the world. I got these tickets to see Daltrey and Scott Stapp Friday night. That's tomorrow night at the venue Thunder Valley. Both myself and Nick, uh, both me and Nikki D, I should say, will be out there. Uh, we're just looking for the best perks. They ever take a job just for the perk. Of course. Um, earlier I heard you talking about sunrises. Uh, I used to work at a ski resort, and in the morning we would see the sunrises coming up over the Sierra Tahoe Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked at Sierra Tahoe, and my perk was I got a free lift pass for the whole season. And along with that, I was there for eight seasons, and about six seasons in, I became a, a supervisor, and I rode the mountain all day long. And my job was basically to oversee lift operations, also to see the mountain uh, through the eyes of the customer to make sure everything looked good and was running fluidly. And I basically snowboarded and did powder runs and for free. all that all day long. For okay, free. so I, I'm not a ski guy. I know nothing about that world. I'm assuming it's like a way of life. Right, and it's probably not cheap. So, what like what's the price tag on a lift pass? Um, it is on the cheap end, about five hundred dollars a day. No, for the uh, for the season, but for, for a day, it's about one hundred and fifty for a day. Jesus, really? Yeah. Oh my God! Outrageous. Okay, so you got this job because how old were you at the time? I was in my young mid twenties. Okay, and I'm assuming too to work at a ski resort in your young twenties. It's like you get all the girls, the girls like you. You're kind of like a lifeguard, right, at the Y. The, the whole thing was just a party blur for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, pro, you, 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 get, you have some good times with the ladies then? Oh, you know it. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I don't. That's why I asked it. Yeah. Oh, so the, lots, lots of nice little cabins to go hang out at and uh, do your thing, you know, after the clubs. And you're, and you're able to hook them up too. You're like, hey, I got a free lift pass tomorrow, baby. You come back to my of cabin. Course. Yeah, that's how it worked. Of course. Wow. And that's... then, you know, we get uh, 50% off on food with our passes. Um, you know, we also got free drinks at the at the bars. Uh, we got a couple of them for free uh-huh. uh, with our paychecks. Yeah. So we go to the club, start pre-gaming, and wasn't that a little, from there. Wasn't that a little embarrassing, though? You just met this nice little beautiful baby, and you promise her that you're taking her out on the lift, and she comes home with you the night before to your little cabin. You sleep with her. You guys have crazy wild sex. And then you get up the next morning, you're like, don't worry, I got breakfast. And you have to pull out your card because you're only getting 50% off. It's like using a coupon on a date. Kind of odd, right? Well, uh, you know, you do it slyly. You kind of you, uh, pull it out, 
yeah. as like a badge of honor. Yeah. Oh, I got and you. Like, ooh, yeah. nice. Okay, I got and you. Or it's like, like I'm a boss. <laughs> Look at me. No, right. no. If you're gonna pull out the I'm a boss card, it's not fifty percent off. <laughs> right. The I'm a boss card is the card that Budweiser gives out to certain people that you drink free anywhere, anytime, any place. Well, she doesn't need to know that it's fifty percent off. As far as uh, she's concerned, it's just taken care of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, he still well, got. Yeah, all those cards, I could load money onto it. Oh. And so I put like a hundred bucks on there. It's like worth two hundred dollars. Gotcha. And so right. there was no. My Visa card wasn't coming out, or my cash wasn't coming out, uh, so it looked pretty much like it was free if I didn't say anything. I got you. All right, Travis, we yeah. uh, we'll put you on the list. We'll see how it goes. Let me take uh, talk to some other people. Okay. Hey guys, have a good one. Uh, have a good one, Nikki D and Nelson. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you. Ski resort lift pass perk. To um, me, that means nothing. If I was a skier, that means everything. To yep. me, it means nothing because I don't ski. But if I was a skier, that's a good perk. To Nels- I like that one. Nelson's a skier. He's a snowboarder. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> Please. I mean, I had a cocaine problem, sure, but no, I don't. I'd, actually Nelson. skiing. <laughs> Nelson. Actually skiing, no. I, did, I wasn't ever really hitting those slopes, but I could oh. put on some moguls, you know what I mean? Olympic. Nikki, nobody believes he had a cocaine problem. He weighs 400 pounds. He says uh, it so much. I'm like, stop saying that. Contrary to popular belief, all cocaine does is dehydrate you. Look at Chris Farley. It was meth that makes you thinner. Oh, you picked the wrong drug. I did. <laughs> right. Yeah, drink, drink for being, snort for being Number stupid. Right. <laughs> uh, Michelle in Auburn. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Bailey. How are you all this morning? We are great. great. All right. So Daughtry Stapp tomorrow night. We'd love to see you. But I got to know, what was the job you took for the perk? Just for the perk. I worked for a chiropractor's office at the front desk, and I got free adjustments three times a week. Okay. That's something I can relate to. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Yeah, because insurance doesn't cover Or it's kind of wonky how that works. Yeah. Insurance does not yeah. cover it. It's normally like you got to get in a car wreck and then they put it into your settlement plan. You right. go get all those free right. adjustments. You, like you have to go through hell before insurance will pick up your chiropractor. Right. Which, which by the way, people should be going to the chiropractor at least once a month. At I don't least like those Amen. adjustments though. They yep. hurt. It's body maintenance. It's just like the dentist. That's I, right. Like that and get a massage at least once a month. Because it is, yeah. like Michelle said, it's body maintenance. So uh, were you out of a job at the time, or did you quit a job? What did you do to get this gig? I was laid off, and I went into that field because I've got a crooked spine, so I needed to see the chiropractor anyway. Okay. So so, <laughs> so you went into your chiropractor? Uh, no. No, oh. he just became my chiropractor once he hired me. <laughs> and you became what, like the front desk girl? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes when I would slip myself in between the other patients, they'd come back out from their adjustment and there'd be nobody at the desk because I'm back there too. Uh, you know you know what? My, now, my wife did not take this job for the perks, but the perks, like she took a job at a med spa, right? And yeah. it's, it's, out of, it's out of her comfort zone, right? Because, I mean, she had an extremely successful, she was a top three producer in a real estate company back in Georgia. Mm-hmm. She just wanted to try something new. So, uh, we made friends with uh, Nicole and everybody over at Enjoy Health and Aesthetics in Roseville. And the stuff that they offer there, you know, like if you follow them on social media, like I saw something last night. I was like, that's my wife that you're doing this to. And there's like these, like, little, like I go over there for this laser thing that they put uh-huh. on my gut. And red look, light. Red light laser. Therapy or something. Th- that to me would be the greatest job, mm-hmm. you know, for somebody kind of like Michelle's story of taking a gig 
Yes. Uh, where you get amazing perks. Yes, that is a job I would definitely take for perks for sure. Because it's not only me that's going over there, but it's like our daughter is going over there. I over, every time on social media, I see, you know, pictures of, you know, like last night there's this thing they were doing to my wife's face. And I was like, that's why she doesn't look the same. I was like, this is great. <laughs> that's why she doesn't look the same. <laughs> Woke up this morning to kiss her goodbye. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Blonde all of a sudden. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, so, uh, so, Michelle, how much money do you think you saved? Oh, I've saved probably a good six thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, if you look at it yeah. like that, you go, okay, I saved six grand on top of whatever they were paying you, even if it was under what you were making before. Uh, you still got the service, and you save the time of having to make an appointment, which I mm-hmm. think comes into play. Mm-hmm. That's a good perk. That's a smart move, Michelle. Thanks. Well, it, and it was it was a new way of life. I learned about home birthing, and it, it changed my direction. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. We'll call you back if you got the best story. I'm going to carry this over and see what else we can get, all right? All right. And it was a, a beautiful sunrise. I agree with you. Have a good day. All right. Take care. All right. We'll see you. <laughs> Don't even see the sun. It's what a, are it's y'all a, talking about? It's over there. You got to go over there. You got to go. It's already gone. It's oh. already rose. It's already... I look outside. It's still dark. Y'all talking about a sunrise. And you got to go the other. It's on that side of the door. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll I, go I, find the sun. I don't know if that makes sense, but I saw it from over there. <laughs> oh my. And again, by the way, you can't take a picture of it through the window because it just takes a picture of you. Oh, the glass. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've learned that twice now. I don't know why I keep not remembering that. All right, uh, 916-909-0985. Uh, we'll take some more of your phone calls if you've got a good uh, story on why you took a job for the perk. Uh, still looking to find someone to beat out my friend who took a job just to know a recipe for, for, a, cake. for a cake. That was good. That takes the cake. Yeah, that, right, exactly. <laughs> ah, you're so good. Oh, my God. And also there's some, uh, some other ones I got in front of me, like people at Airbnb, Reebok. Spotify. Spotify's, you're never in a million year, years going to guess why people take this job at Spotify for the perk. Like the big perk at Spotify. Free music? No, it's not. <laughs> nothing to do with free music. Hey. Nothing to do with free music. All right. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Hang on. No, pull that down, buddy. Pull it down. Pull it down. Pull it down. Pull there it you down. go. Dougie T. We got through the first hour and he falls apart. What oh, in the man. Sam hell? Dang it, dang it. Uh, Sean in Rancho Cordova. Good morning there, Sean. How's it going? On top of, well, you can hear it. On top of the world, things are going great. <laughs> Living the dream, huh? Living the yeah. dream. All right. The conversation right now, and we've got the tickets for Daltrey and Stapp uh, for tomorrow night's show at Thunder Valley, the venue. We're looking for the best perk taken from a job. You took a job for what perk? Sean, what was the job? Uh, actually, the name is Scott. <laughs> Okay. Well, sometimes we call uh, Scott Sean around here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's okay. Go ahead, Scott. Um, I had a a job with a uh, project manager for a construction company Uh and got free motel food. Really? Had a company car with a gas card. Wow. Um, Just bounced from job to job for like six years and never had any rent. Was, to top it all off, they were paying me like one hundred and ten thousand a year. Wow! Nice. Now, now, did you, Scott? Did you take this job just because of the perks, or did you find out about the perks afterwards? 
Oh, no. It was all about the perks. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Did you actually have to know how to do construction for this job, though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, could anybody just take this job? <laughs> no, you, you have to have some knowledge. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's a good, I mean, that's a good, that's like one of those jobs, Nikki, you know, where you take it and you find out it's it's the best ever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why would you yeah. ever leave that? You have to have no expenses. Travel around, no expenses, and make six figures? I take it. Yeah. Do you still work there yeah. or no? No, I retired. <laughs> <laughs> he worked until he retired. Smart man. Smart man. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put you on hold. That's a good one. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Spotify. People get uh, jobs at Spotify. Would you like to know the perk at Spotify? They offer six months of paid parental leave, an additional one month of flexible work options for parents coming back to the office. But here's the big kicker. Uh-huh. The company also covers egg freezing and fertility assistance, which can cost Whoa. more than ten thousand dollars. That's incredible. I have never heard of a job doing that. So I didn't know it was Spotify. I want to say Apple does something similar. It's all these like kind of, you know, f- you know, those types, you know, places. Tech companies. That's the words I was looking for. <laughs> uh, so they have these they they have these things for their people, like with the egg free. It's like weird. You know, like the the techie companies. I don't know. I know. I th- I want to say Apple does it. I've heard. Mm-hmm. I've heard of somebody else doing it, so I wasn't too uh, thrown off by that. But uh, get, get your eggs, eggs frozen, frozen, mm-hmm. fertility assistance, and that's ten k in your pocket. Dang, that's pretty. Yeah, good. but you know what that tells me is that they want to burn out most of your like best breeding years. You know what I mean? Like we need you from twenty five to like thirty eight, and so we'll freeze your eggs so we can use and abuse you. And then once you're too old for tech, we'll kick you out, but you can have a baby then. In an out burger, it might not be the most costly benefit, but if you're going to be flipping burgers, you can do. You can't do better than in and outs free double-double burger and fries offered to employees on every shift. When I worked in fast oh. food, I ate free every day anyway. That, yeah, that used to not be it's a not perk. A perk. You, right. <laughs> we eat free whether they tell us we can or not. I'm just telling you. Well, it's funny because when I started my first job out of high school, I was working at Del Taco, and they said, all right, you guys are getting your meals for half price, and anytime anybody was taking a break, all of a sudden there was accidentally... Who, who made this extra burrito? What are we going to do with this extra burrito? Right, that was Dougie T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Kyle, uh, you got a gig at a movie theater, dude. If it, dude. you, dude, if you're if you're not working or if you are like a teenager listening to this, go get a job at a movie theater. Yeah, you see movies for free. You can bring your friends. You just let your manager know, hey, I'm bringing three friends. We're going to go see Night at the Museum or whatever, and you're going to go watch that. Random. You can bring whatever. It's one of my favorite movies. Get off me. Um, you can bring whatever container you want and they fill it with popcorn yeah. for free. For free. You can just bring a bucket, like a five gallon bucket. Like, yeah, I want kettle what? corn in this. And they just, yeah, like, here you go. Here's your popcorn. You just sit there with your bucket just, and you watch your free movies. Just so everybody understands, this is uh, an extremely hardworking guy in the radio industry. Mm-hmm. He has his own show on ESPN 1320. He helps us out tremendously each and every day. I have never heard him talk so excitedly about any of those radio shows like he just talked about this movie theater job. Five I, gallons of kettle corn. I want to work there again so bad. So bad. Just don't have the time to do it My old manager's there. He's like, Kyle, go home. Do right. something different than this. Put the popcorn. Have you ever heard him? I mean, He's excited. Not one time. Not He's one. excited. I love it. He's not like, one time. Got to answer phones for <laughs> Gotta go down the hall and do a show in the sports station. Uh, right. Let me tell you about the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> movies and Christmas that gets him going. I, yeah, 
How old were you? Don't even get me started on Christmas movies. 30. You were, <laughs> 30? No, I was 18. You're 18. He was 30. <laughs> so when I, when I was in high school, one of my uh, numerous jobs was at Babbage's. God, I love it when you talk about Babbage's. And Babbage's, again, for those that don't know. <laughs> hey, I the Babbage's. <laughs> Nobody says that but Nelson. I just get so excited every time he says Babbage's. It, makes, it transports me back to the mall as a kid. Right, because Babbage's was what games, well, electronics boutique before GameStop, and Babbage's uh-huh. was the OG. And yes. that's where you went to go buy your video games. In rotary the, phones. In the no, <laughs> that was it was the it was the it was the it was the pioneering was it was the, was it was the pioneering days of the gaming systems, right? And I, and I was there at the beginning. Yeah. Leisure Suit Larry, all those oh kinds of games. Oh my god, yes. Oh, wow. Anyway, I, I I was so excited because they gave me like twenty percent off the games. I know, not a big deal, right? But still, I was getting something no one else was getting. Right. Yeah. And they were, how do I put this? Oh, boy. They were easily obtainable. You stole them. I did not say that. But I you did. You borrowed them. I borrowed them. I still haven't taken them back because they went out of prices. <laughs> oh, right. well, that's now, on them. That's their them fault. Yeah, they, yeah. That's on them yeah. for not staying Babbage's for all these Dude, years. we've all stolen stuff. It's fine. Um, but it was very clever. I used to do it. And I know I get on people for stealing all the time, but I was young. I was stupid and mm-hmm. I was naive. I was, I was just like 16. You would have kneecapped 16 year old you yes. with a baseball bat. Well, well, people that would come in because we were still putting the games on the shelves at the time. Mm-hmm. So pe- people that were coming in, I was like, I was. I, I was after them, right? And they wouldn't let me stop them, even then. Nobody steals from here but me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm taking that one home later. <laughs> Starbucks does a full tuition reimbursement. Uh, they, uh, what do they do? Yeah, uh, they'll treat you, uh, I guess they'll give you all your money back. Go to school. That's pretty And good. you're right about Apple. They do the egg freezing as well. Right, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's uh, excited for uh, exciting for people. Netflix has unlimited parental leave. Uh, that's dangerous. And the CEO <sighs> yeah. takes six weeks off a year and encourages all the employees to do the same. I love that. I see. I don't. But do they though? And, do they really encourage, or do they just say that for the news? Well, headline? that's what he said. This, this there's a happy medium between the mentality of taking time that you need off. And actually working. You know, I mean, not every day do you want to get up and do your job, right? Uh But that's life. You got to pay the bills. You know, so for the days that are like, you know, it's just too much for me. I'm overwhelmed. You know, like, come on, suck it up, kid. Well, studies show that you should take some type of time off vacation every six months. Recharge, regroup. That I agree with. Six weeks for me. (laughs) Right, right. That's how I feel, I'm out of here next week, by the way. Three weeks at a time? (laughs) I'll do it twice a year. And vacation for Kyle is that uh, part-time job at the movie theater. (laughs) I can't wait. Free popcorn. (laughs) All right. uh, Who do you want to give the tickets to, Nikki? You just tell me. Just give me a name. Me. You don't have to go through them all. All right. I'm going to give it to Travis. Travis. What was Travis's? Travis got to ski for free. Travis got to yeah. do, oh, ski for free. Yeah, Travis. I like that one. All right, Travis. We'll uh, make sure you find us at the venue, Thunder Valley, uh, tomorrow night. There you go. Daughtry, Scott Stapp will be out there. Nikki and I will be out there. You're going to have, yeah, well, you got to hang out afterwards because you're going to be with me. No, I'm going to drive my own car. Oh, you? I thought you were meeting me in my house. I am, but I'm still going to drive my own car. I'm just going to park next to you. Oh, that was the whole point of us driving together and singing songs in the car and stuff. No, we're just going to get there together at the same time. Because, see, I, I like knew you you'd that. say that. Like, we got to stay with me. Like, oh, I ain't staying all night. But you can Uber back if you don't want to stay. Uh-huh. That's a far Uber. For, I don't live To my far. house? Oh, to your house? I don't want to 
Uber, Nine I have minutes. a car. Why would I Uber and I got a car? I was going to say, right. God, this is why I can't be with y'all's crew. Y'all screw up all the plans. I would have rode with you. I know you would have, Nelson, and I approve. Yeah, because you stay and you gamble. I have $20. That's it. That's well, Nelson, all I gamble with. Nelson's like, well, I stay because there's a chance I'm going to get free drinks with Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Chance I'm going to get free food. Have I told you about the time you bought me a $35 rum and coke? You have fu- told me, yes. At the Fountain Blue in Miami. Yes. It was the fanciest rum and coke I'd ever seen We're in my life. We're aware of the rum and coke that you got. $35 <laughs> he spent on it. I know. I know. Two of the best stories I could ever tell to Nelson are the rum and coke story and Babbage's. <laughs> yeah. That so says our life. Those are the stories he tells to everyone yeah. else. Uh-huh. All right. Round two of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to give you an update on football for the babies in Cali and the latest on Motley Crue. All right. Again, two big stories from today. Get and learn with your second round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Second round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys heating and air, goodguysheatingcooling.com. Nikki D. Kids in Cali can tackle on H3. State lawmakers will debate a bill to ban tackle football for kids under the age of 12. Advocates say it's needed to protect kids from brain damage. Others say it deprives kids from an important source of physical activity. Boo. Well, that bill to ban young people from playing tackle football under the age of 12 in California has now been deaded. It is no longer going to go forward. Did you say deaded? Um, yes, yeah, deaded. It's over it's with. Deaded. Dead. Gone. <laughs> Um, Governor Newsom threatened a veto if this bill went forth. So the assemblyman, Kevin McCarty, announced that he's going to go ahead and pull the bill from consideration and let parents be the decision makers of whether or not they want their children to pay tackle football. Oh, God forbid you let people make their own decisions and not force them to do something. This is the third time that this idiot tried to push this uh, this bill through. And his own party uh, nixed it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, yep. you know, so which I like to see, you know, as a bipartisan guy, uh, you know, there's there's right and wrong and common sense. Right. And so, you know, like he, even even Newsom said, uh, he goes, you know, this is not something that I want to see pushed through that you're forcing this upon parents and people. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was the most absurd thing I've ever read. Yeah. You know, the, the, the idea, you know, but he also went on to say, he goes, you know, but we will look into how to make it safer. That's the answer. That's mm-hmm. what you do. There's no argument that football in general is a dangerous sport. Nobody's arguing that. No, you know, the same with cheerleading, the same with soccer. I mean, the statistics of injuries from those three sports are astronomical. You know, for women, you know, the equivalent of football would be cheerleading. Uh, and I mean, gymnastics. And gymnastics. Yeah, mm-hmm. those things. I mean, there's some horrible things. I had a friend that's a paraplegic in college. She was a, you know, an amazing cheerleader and she's a paraplegic the rest of her life. It was very, very sad. Uh, but it, it, it's spend the time and effort into making it safer so kids can still play right? versus banning it and telling me or you what you can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. Stop doing that. Yep. Let the parents have the choice and you fun making it safer. Nobody wants to be told what to do. Right. Especially from some dude, right, that's just passing right. it through. Like, I didn't even, and maybe this is, you know, I drink for being stupid for not doing enough research, but... It, like there's, I never read about a backstory. Like if this dude were to come out and say, "Well, this is a personal thing for me because my son and this and this and that," and you know, like I would give you a little leniency. I wouldn't agree with you, but I give you a little leniency and wouldn't look like you're like you're dumb dumb. But just for you to come out of the gates and saying, "No, you should do this because I feel this way," 
It's because you have an ulterior agenda, uh, agenda, and and that's probably just political. And and you're you're just trying to make a mark, but that's mm-hmm. a dumb mark to make. So I don't know who that guy is. I don't like him. Uh, so whatever he says from now on, I don't like it. It's McCarty. That's <laughs> his name. Whatever. I, I said his name. We don't McCarty. like him. We don't like him. All right, second one. Motley Crue zero, Mick Mars one, H four. You had Mick Mars suing his bandmates for records related to the business structure and all sorts of records pertaining to his tenure with the band. This- uh, Motley Crue has lost the latest legal battle with the ongoing dispute they're having with their former guitarist, Mick Mars. Um, they've been battling since last April in court, and now a Los Angeles judge has ruled that the band refused to turn over documents to Mars in a timely manner, despite them saying that they had given all the records. That sounds like it's a very small portion of mm-hmm. the very large puzzle. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I remember I really dug into this when I was reporting it last year, and I felt like I knew everything there was to know about Motley Crue and the legal battles and all this stuff, and now it's still going. I, I got to tell you, as a Motley Crue fan, it's very, very sad. It's, it's it, you know, I wasn't as sad, uh, I wasn't as sad about GNR breaking up. I was sad about it, mm-hmm. you know, but they were younger, and they still had a career ahead of them, and they could do things. Now, I know Mick Mars just put out a solo album, and it's actually pretty, you know, at least the track I heard is pretty good uh, with the musicians that he has surrounding him. But these guys are at the end of the rope, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're about done. You'd much, ra- you'd much rather see the breakup come early in the successful career so they can get back together in a reunion style. <laughs> Versus you know? when it's later on. Right, exactly. So the story, there's an ending to the story. There's not going to be an ending to this story. It no. will it will end with Mick Mars doing his own thing over here and Motley Crue over here, mm-hmm. and they're not going to end together. It's very very sad. Very, and very the sad. audacity to to say that Mick Mars can't live up to his contractual obligations, but you can listen on the loudspeakers to what Vince Neil's voice sounds like now is like. Come on, how are you going to kick me out? But you're going to keep Vince. Yeah, I mean it was. Like, I was there for all the reunion tours, and Mick Mars literally was propped up on stage. Literally was propped up on stage. That first, I think it was the first reunion tour. I mean, he was, he, it was like a mannequin, you know? I mean, I get why they made the decisions that they made. I'm not going against that part of it. I just hate that it's coming to, like, this bitter war at the end when they've done so much together. And but I get there. And you're side. a huge Motley Crue fan. Oh, of course I mm-hmm. have. I've known him since um, Dr. Feelgood. Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and your favorite since is? Since he was just an intern. <laughs> He's Mr. Feelgood back then. No, MD. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you, and, you, and that's a great album. Your, and your favorite song off that album is, is, is what? I thought that was the song. Dr. Feelgood. Mr. Feelgood, cause I wanna feel good. Is that is that how it goes? <laughs> what yeah. song is that? <laughs> Mr. He was Mr. Feelgood to her. Uh huh. Mm. That's that's the calling. Yeah. yeah good. That's Cause it. you wanna yep. feel good, mm. and you got to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Must be that version that they redid without Mick. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a B side. It's the B or D side. The D side. <laughs> I love those D sides. Every every miss lyric song Nikki sings right now, it's called the D side. The D side. All right, Joe Satriani, Stevie Vai, uh, Hard Rock Live, Sacramento, May the 11th. 
is the first time ever after more than 50 years of friendship. It's the Satchfy Tour. How about that? All right, I got uh, four tickets for you if you'd like to go. 916-909-0985. We'll do a round of nothing personal. We go to our super secret special website. Uh, We find people that had a brush with love at one time looking for that individual once again. Your response, your answer will be man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. I need two players. Nikki D is going to help both of you all out along the way. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. 916-909-0985. Sorry, line it up. Need some players. Nothing personal here next. Hang on. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexist? It's time to play Nothing Personal. I got your back a little bit there, uh, Nikki, with the not knowing the lyrics to Dr. Feelgood. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because you posted it? Well, no, I didn't post it, but on our stream, which is on the BS Facebook, also the 98 Rock Facebook, the Bugars, some of them were giving you a little in the business. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I put the first couple words to the song up there. And nobody's following up with it. Nobody <laughs> knows. I said, Rat Tail Jimmy mm. is a, and nobody knows what I'm talking about. He doesn't know nope. he's a mighty fine guy. No. <laughs> he sure is not a mighty fine guy. No. I'm trying to help you. Stop hurting yourself. Okay. It's like, you're a, it's like you're a cutter. Stop it. <laughs> quiet. Uh, thanks for uh, being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D, uh, Nelson, Kyle on the other side of the glass. Dougie T joins us. Joe Satriani, Stevie Vai, May 11th at the Hard Rock Live Sacramento. I got four tickets to give out. We'll do a round of nothing personal here. We got Sean in Sacramento. How are you, Sean? I'm doing great. How are y'all doing? Good. I like the y'all. Uh, your competition is Chris and Lincoln. What's up, Chris? Glad to be here. Glad you're here. All right. So here's, Glad to have you. Here's the game. We go to our super secret special website. We find people that had a brush with love at one time. They are looking for that individual once again. So you, with the help from... Nikki D, the options will be man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your competition gets to steal. Gentlemen, do we understand the rules? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. First one going to Sean. You ready over there, Dougie T? I think I'm ready. Okay, go ahead and give me my little sexy bed, please. There we go. Pull it up a little bit. Yeah, get in my ear. Yeah, I like that. Married and missing my daytime lover, Davis. I miss what we had together a few years ago. You were so fit and in your late 30s. I had those abs you just couldn't resist. You were both married and would get together every other week or so at a nice hotel during the daytime while everyone else was busy with a normal life. Remembering the hours we spent on that king-size bed as my engine raffed up all over again. The fun lasted a year until you moved because of a work relocation. <laughs> relocation station. Masturbation. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Sean, Nikki D, about 30 seconds. Go ahead. Pull down All right, Sean. Um, they were daytime lovers, both married, fit, had abs, and they were meeting up at hotels. The fact is they needed a king-size bed and they referenced engines, Revan. This is giving me man for man vibes here. What do you think? 
you know what? I have no clue. I couldn't find any clues in there. Yeah, I think that king size bed and cars is giving us man vibes. So I'd say man for man, Sean. Man for man, Sean. You want to lock that in? I was thinking woman for man. Oh, okay. All right. It's your game, Sean. Your game to win or lose. Yeah, I know. I always lose at this game. <laughs> All right. What do you want to go with? Um, Need an answer. You know, I'm going to go with Nikki D, man for man, because she seems to be right all the time. All right. Locking that in, man for man. I am pretty right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock it in. You are right, sir. That is Woo-hoo! wrong. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man for man is wrong? It is. Chris, for the steal. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, man for woman. Oof, that wasn't even an option out Man there. Man for woman. I'm going to go woman for woman. I still think it's same, same here. So, But whatever you want to go with. All right, Chris. What do you want to go with? Sticking for with man, man for woman. Man for woman. He man says, with- bite my ass. I'm doing it yes, live. So. Man for woman. And you're locking that in. Chris, I got to tell you something. What's that? That's right. Oh, go, Chris. That's right. Very okay, good. I was wrong. You were right. Okay. All right, Chris, the board is yours. Here it is. Friday Winco, Orangevale. There we go. See, I can't get horny, Doug, if you don't play that. Right. <laughs> All right I need I know it's new, but you gotta feel me. I know you like can. you gotta see my rise over here. I'm not how am I supposed to get the audience excited? Nope. If you're not pushing the right buttons. Ah, the thickness. I need you to hit that flesh colored one. Right? <laughs> Here we go. You got me all bricked up. <laughs> Saw you in Winko and immediately went from hungry to thirsty. We met in the dairy aisle and I asked you if you knew where I could find some organic cream. As I walked away, I caught you checking out these yams. If you're ready for some sweet, moist, farm to table loving. Then let me fix you a home-cooked meal. 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 See the reverb I put on my voice? I did. No. I did. <laughs> Self-echo. We don't, we don't have the equipment, so I got to do it myself. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. That is Chris and Nikki D. 30 seconds, go. All right, Chris. They're at the grocery store. She uses the verbiage of being thirsty and having cream. Also, she says she has yams, which is what we refer to for as women's legs. Really? Um, so, and she wants to cook for him. So, I'm going to think this is a woman for a man. Woman for man. Christopher? I agree with you. Woman for man. Woman for man. He agrees with me. That's what uh, the ladies are calling their legs nowadays, huh? Yams? yams yeah. I thought that was a butt cheek. You can do either or, but mostly your thighs. Call oh. your thighs yams. Gotcha. All right. Woman for man, locking that in, and that is? Correct. That's right. Woo! Let's go. Here we go. Nicely <laughs> done. All right, Sean, we need to get you on the board, buddy, mm, buddy. Mm, mm. This, yeah, I got up. This one's all yours right here. I got a feeling. Doug, I'm telling you, you must be horrible in bed. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at Doug's face. Just last long. <laughs> just, take, just get a late start. Mature redhead. Lowe's. CW. Citrus Heights. On Friday, I noticed you a couple times inside Lowe's. You were middle-aged and long red hair and curves that turned every head in the building. I could tell by the way you shrugged off every advance that those fools didn't have the tool you were looking for. 
Don't worry. <laughs> I know what you're craving, and all my equipment is fully charged. <laughs> How about you and I start a little bedroom project of our own this weekend? Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All righty. Um, redhead, long hair with curves. Um, she says the fools don't have the tools, and I got all the toys charged. I'm thinking this is woman for woman vibes. Lady on lady, Sean, you yeah. into it? And that's that's what I came up with, too. I bet you did there, Panama Red. Okay. <laughs> all right, locking that in, woman for woman, huh? I'm locking that in. Guess what, you two? We're right. When you're right, you're right. Why are you right? Because I want to know. That's right. Woo-hoo, let's go. That is correct. Mm, you're on the sisters. board, Sean. You're on the board. Right. There's one. There we go. Plenty of time. Nothing personal. Satriani, Stevie Vai tickets. Four of them up for grabs. The score is two to one. Chris is leading, and the board is Chris. Here we go. I... Lost you. Where are you, friend? You left my arms and my bed empty. You were perfect, tall, tan, and just a little chubby. I miss exploring you. Jesus, how chubby were they? Explorer. No, I put that in there. (laughs) You were my life's great adventure, and then poof, you were gone. Let's get this bed repopulated and let me start climbing that mountain again. Ooh. I know there's still treasure to find if you and I keep digging. Dig. 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 Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. I don't like this visual, but... Um, we have tall, tan, and chubby. We're friends that are lost. I want to do adventures. I want to climb on you back and dig in. So I'm thinking man for man. Man for man, Chris. Is that the way you're thinking? I'm going with Nikki. Man for man. Man for man. Man for man. Digging. Dude on dude. Was it the digging? It was the digging and the climbing. Black gold, Texas tea. Oh, so like. Man for man, that's correct. Oh! That's right. Texas tea <laughs> bag. Texas tea bag. That's really good. Oh, my God. Chris, you got three. Sean, you got one. This is very important. Very Nelson, important. Stop dying. Very He's important. getting the old Texas tea bag right now. Three to one. <laughs> three to one. The odds are in your favor. All right. Here we go, Sean. Getting hot downtown, Sacramento. From the moment I laid eyes on you, I knew I needed more of you in my life. My soul yearns for what could be between us. I know we would be a perfect fit, mind, body, and soul. I know when I was (laughs) brushing up to you that I felt you stir. And I can tell that you have the kind of equipment that I need in my life. Is this a long shot or... Is our fate written in the stars? Oh. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. Sean, this is a big one. Sean, this sounds like a poet. 
Um, By but, the way, hold on. Let me say this. Sean, you've got to get this in order just to stay in the game. All okay. right. So, um, brushing up against you, uh, I think this is going to be a woman talking. Um, their fate is in the stars. She also said when she brushed up against him, it she felt the stir, which to me means a little pokage. So, I'm going to say woman for man. Woman for man, Sean. You want to lock the pokage in? Mm-hmm. I'm going to lock that in. I agree with everything she said. Pokage man. All yeah. right. Woman for man. That's right. Woohoo! Let's go. All right. Here we go. Chris, you get this right. You win. If Sean steals, he ties. Here we go. Quickly. Hobby Lobby, Roseville. To the one in black with the red hair. I couldn't help but follow you around the store after I first saw you. I'm usually this thirsty, but damn, you left me dehydrated. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, there's plenty of moisture to go around. And I know I can get your juices a-flowing. You were with your daughter, so I wasn't sure if you were down. But I bet I could convince you to at least give it a try. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right, red hair, um, thirsty, dehydrated. Those are all my favorite woman lines. Um, they both have a lot of moisture and juices flowing, and she wants her to give it a try. So I'm going to say this is some lady-on-lady action, woman for woman. All right, you get this right. You win, Chris. Uh, woman for woman. You want to lock that in, or you want to change it? Oh, this one's really tough. Uh, I'm I'm thoroughly lost on this one. I'm just going to go with Nikki, woman for woman. All right. Yeah, go with me. I know the way. When in doubt. To Ladyville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lock it in, woman for woman, for the win. All right. That's right. Let's go. There we go. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no truer words could have been spoken. Mm-hmm. Sean said at the beginning of this mm-hmm. game he never wins, and the streak continues. It does. <laughs> All right, Sean. All right. Well, thanks hey. anyway. Hey, congratulations, Chris. Uh, Sean, thanks for uh, Thank playing. You. Call us back tomorrow. We'll have some more tickets for Game of Tones if you choose. Have a good day, sir. Christopher, you will be going to see the legends themselves. Joe Satriani, Stevie Vai, Hard Rock Live, Sacramento, May the 11th. You got four tickets, so you can take three of your buddies. Is that cool, Christopher? Oh, that's awesome. I know who I'm taking already. Who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> my wife, yeah. my sister, and brother-in-law. Look at that. That's nice. nice there you go. Got a whole group. Well, compliments of 98 Rock and the BS. You have a good time. We appreciate you listening, and have a good day. Okay? Hold on. Whoa, well, hold on. No, no. Doug. Doug, right, no. Sorry. Relax. All right. Yesterday, I couldn't, I couldn't pay him to push a button, and today, <laughs> I, I, think, I think somebody's in his ear telling him to push buttons. <laughs> not that time. You tell him I didn't say that. No, no. You're no, not no. the one I'm talking about. No, no okay, no, okay, no. okay, okay. Relax I, over there, please. All right, all right. God. Jesus. I've tried too hard. Yes, you are. Stop. Please. All right. Had a conversation with our friend at the FBI yesterday. Oh, you did? Gina. Gina Swank. I love Gina. And she gave me the green light uh, to uh, pull down a little bit. Gave me the green light to uh, tell people about this. Because okay. we're, I think, going to do this on the podcast in a couple weeks. But with Valentine's coming up, Valentine's love scams, mm-hmm. you know, the nothing personal stuff. I mean, these are real stories we find. They are. But they could be uh, scamming. Oh. Right? So that's a conversation to have. Somebody trying to get you to meet up with them, but yeah. they're trying. Okay, I got you. Do you want? Have you ever met somebody that's been scammed in a love scam? 
Not personally, no. You want to know why? Why? I'm going to tell you the answer in a minute. There is a reason, and I was very surprised. Okay. Out of all the reasons why somebody would not, like, we will probably never get a phone call Mm -hmm. of somebody saying they've been caught in a love scam, and there's a reason for that. Okay. I'll tell you that reason here in a minute. Hang on. All right. Uh, Shawnee in Sacramento. That's how uh, Kyle spelled it out. Yes, that is. Just so. Shawnee. He's so good. He's so he smart. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that guy. <laughs> I swear to God, if they made 10 of them, I'd buy all of them. So would I. Look at him. So, I love him. Anyway, Shawnee, what can uh, we do for you? I would love oh, to see Dog Tree. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were a dude. That's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I would love to see Daughtry, and I was curious if you've already given away your tickets for today, or you've got more coming. Uh, it's an all-day listening fest for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, every day anyways. But. Of course, smart. Um, so we gave away a pair earlier today. I do have another pair to give out tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Man yeah. against woman. Oh, that's such Daughtry a great bit. Yeah. Data. Not data. Daughtry data. <laughs> Sorry, I meant Daughtry data. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you have anything interesting that you do? Um, I work insurance, so that's not super wow. interesting. Thriller, yeah. Yeah, I cook. You cook. I, mm. I wow. cook. I just won a trip with my daughter to Philadelphia. Wow. That's super fun. I get to chaperone teenagers. Mm. How'd you win the trip? She wrote an essay, and I was going to tag along. I was like, you know what? We've never been East Coast. I'm going to tag along with you, and then I'll just pull you out of the trip at the very end, and we'll go to, like, New York or D.C. So I told the lady, I was like, can I pull my daughter? Is that good? She's like, what if we had a chaperone position? Would you go? I'm like, heck, yeah, I'd go. So they paid for my trip, too. Wow. Oh. Out of town. your kids to write essays. All right, we'll you see. Get free trips too. Here's here's what we'll do. All right, can you do me a favor? So I can. Uh, I'll probably give them out at seven a.m. tomorrow. Just okay. It's you know it's strategic, but I'll give it out like seven a.m. tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how, but just call us back and we'll figure it okay. out. And then I'll kind of I'll, I'll I'll look around today and see if I can just get another pair in case you because your life doesn't sound that interesting. So you're probably not going <laughs> to win anything. Wow. wow. So let me see if I can find wow. a pair and you know at least. <laughs> Give them to you, all right? I can't promise you anything. Right, that'll but... definitely make my life interesting. Okay. Well, call us back tomorrow then, okay? Okay, sure will. Thank you. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Thanks. What? What are you laughing at? Because you told Shawnee her life isn't interesting. Uh-huh. Her life sounds so interesting. Sure, well, cooking. I mean... She's doing cooking and insurance. She's taking trips to Philadelphia. I mean, come on. What more do you want? I wasn't trying to be rude, but I think I just said what everybody else was thinking, right? You're like, you I mean, know. I'm with you. Yeah, that's, yeah. You don't wouldn't normally say it out loud, but yeah, it sounded boring. Well, that's the filter problem. Uh, okay, so yes, I've been corrected on our on our live stream on, our, on the BS Facebook and the 98 Rock Facebook. I, I did not talk to Gina at the FBI. Buck Wagon Cover did. Oh, I, I, I stand corrected. Buckwagon mm-hmm. covered it. Agent Buckwagon, SSA Buckwagon covered. Uh, and so in a couple of weeks, uh, we'll record for the podcast and they want to do a, a nice long episode about Valentine's Day scams. And, and I was talking to her about something else and then it kind of rolled into these Valentine's Day scams. Uh, would you like to guess? And this is why this is why I'm bringing this up, because, like I said, you know, I, I've talked about them on the air before. I can't remember if I've ever I mean. In the years that I've been doing this, I don't know if I've ever spoken to that I can remember at least 
somebody openly talking about a love scam. Not just a Valentine's Day, but a love scam. Mm -hmm. And I never thought about why I wouldn't have that conversation. Because that'd be a fun radio conversation. Everybody would be interested in that. But why have, like, has no one probably heard of somebody getting a love scam? Why do you think that is? Maybe because the people are too embarrassed to admit it. Nailed it. That's it. Is it? Yeah, that's absolutely it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I got something right on the first Nailed it. Okay. Well, let's 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 focus and stay on topic. Okay. okay sorry. <laughs> I'm excited to win around here. Yeah. So so they're embarrassed because they got gods. That makes all the sense because number one, a lot of people used to be embarrassed about this whole online dating and stuff like that. So people would lie about where they met their significant others or spouses. But you know, like. Is it really something to be embarrassed about? Not anymore. I mean, I don't when think it, so either. When it first started, I guess I could kind of see why people might have been a little embarrassed. Um, I was, and I was. I've been online since I was seventeen. But yeah, yeah. I don't think it's embarrassed. If anything, I would look at it as a way to kind of shepherd, you know, somebody else. You know, mm -hmm. like you can explain to them. You know, they like watch out and look for this stuff. You know, and when I was taking the, the, the Citizens Academy class at the FBI and, and we had a, a numerous conversations about these online scams and, you know, it, it happens, uh, you know, it happens with everyone. But as a middle aged guy at 48 years of age, you know, I'm not online looking for, you know, any women or anything like that. But if I were to take a step out of being a married guy and go back to single days, well, it's very difficult because I could never bring myself to do the app stuff. No. no, you could not. It's not just at all. And, no. And there's there's no world in which you get scammed on the internet or a dating app that you're telling anybody about it, even to warn someone. Because every time you hear someone got scammed, what's the first thing you think? How stupid are you that you would fall yep. for that? Yep. So there's no chance, even as a warning, are you going to go, well, I thought he was really a Persian prince, and I sent him a bunch of money because he was going to come over here and fall in love with me. Well, if you're, again, going to, well, to my point is, is, you know, a guy that goes on and gets the love scam, you know, it's, you know, when you get to a certain age, you know, you just, you, you don't, you, you don't want to hunt anymore, right? When you're younger, it's all about the hunt. It's all about going out, getting dressed up, trying to woo, impress, you finally you, you win because there's another guy involved. You know that's exciting. There's the there's the adrenaline rush to that, and that's that's almost as exciting as you know sleeping or dating the person, right? It's the hunt. As you get older, the hunt's not there. You don't just don't have the energy. So that's why I think you see a lot of older guys get caught up in this because they're like, oh, this is easy. Mm -hmm. This is like fishing with dynamite. And he's like, okay, so, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody. I sent her 500 bucks. What's the big deal? No. You know? Now, I could be totally wrong about this, but this is my hypothetical. The and new hunt is getting him to send nudes. Yeah, that's the newest thing out That's know. the new hunt, man. So instead of going out trying to scam at the bar and beat the other guy out, you know, don't send her money until she's sent you some goods, man. And that's the thing is that they do send that in these scams. Shoe on head, dude. You got to know. You got to know how to get. You got to know how you can get uh, specific things so that you can prove that it wasn't a Photoshop or something that they pulled off the internet. Anyway, my point is is I don't think you should be embarrassed. That's my point. Oh. If you've if you've been love scammed, I don't think. And that was the conversation that I was having with Gina at the at the FBI. Is like really? She goes every, just about every single one, especially middle aged older men. They, they don't even tell their families. Nope. 
Nope. And and it's embarrassing because a lot of times it's the amounts of money that these people are sending out to folks. That is embarrassing. To say you shouldn't be embarrassed, I'm not going to agree with that. Because if I fail for something as such, which I've I've never fell for a love scam. If I've given somebody something, I've given it to them. But if I've fallen for something like that, I'd never tell. That'll be one of those take to your grave type things. So why is it okay? No one ever has a problem with saying, oh, I went to such and such, bought a car, totally got scammed. Well, because or, or I went on to Facebook Marketplace and totally got scammed. Now I'm out $500. Those are all fine and you have no problem admitting it, right? Because we've all met somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But we've never met somebody that said, oh, man, I met this girl online. I thought we were in love and I gave her 500 bucks and found out it was a scam. Nobody says that. Why? Because a lot of people can relate to getting lemon cars. There's a term for it. It's lemons. Horrible. People can relate to that. If I said, oh, I got scammed because I sent this guy $3,000 online. You right now would look at me like I had horns growing out of the side of my head, like I was the biggest idiot on the planet. But aren't you technically, if you're dating somebody for a short period of time and you give them money, you take them out to dinner, you buy them something and it doesn't work out, they end up, let's say, ghosting you. That's technically kind of a scam. You're kind of being used. No, it's not the same thing. Anything that you do for somebody because you're around them in their presence willingly to get to know them, that's something you know about. Somebody you've never met, you've only talked to online. Some, A lot of these people that get scammed, they've never even heard these people's voices. They're only texting them and sending them messages, and you're sending them thousands of dollars. That's dumb. Well, okay, well... Nikki thinks you're dumb, but I, I don't. Do. I don't I think do. I don't. If that's you listening right now and you're going, oh, my God, they're talking about me. Uh, I don't think you're dumb. And, and in fact, I would be the mediator to your family <laughs> be, be, because here's, you know, if I mean, if they truly love you, your family uh, and your friends, they're not going to think less of you. Now, the outside world might. But who cares what the outside world thinks? I don't care. Nobody should care what anyone else thinks. If that person has no uh, has no dealings with what your family eats for dinner, then you shouldn't care what they think. So to be embarrassed what's the Internet's going to think or your friend's friend or your neighbor down the street uh, that you don't know is what's going to think, who the hell cares? I mean, how many people have family members so that's not going to be like, are you kidding me, you really did that? Like, if somebody right. in your family got scammed by some online romance and sent out thousands of dollars, I know you'd look at them sideways. For I sure. I know you would. No, I would not. Yes, you would. You're would such not. a liar. You can say you wouldn't all you want to. <laughs> I would not. I don't believe that one bit. I don't, I don't believe you'd love them less, but you'd think less yeah, of, of them. Yeah, of course not. You would think they were stupid, and you'd probably <laughs> tell them that was stupid. I would not. I don't do this. Thing. And you should have come to me and talked to me, and I would have gave you advice I, that, on how to not get scammed. That I would say. I know it. Yeah, that I know I would you would have said it all. I don't beat Nelson up for you know going on the internet with these Trudy's all desperate and stuff. No, because he gives you entertainment and content right. to talk about. Yeah, but I never call, I never judge him. Well, I, I don't. Still take you that do. back. <laughs> you, <laughs> you do. You do. You go to hell for lying. <laughs> That's why he had to quickly suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> when are you going to learn about the dump button? <laughs> you leave it in, Doug. Nelson paid me extra to leave it in. Uh-huh. All right, so my, my goal now is to find a love scam. I know it is. My goal, my goal is now, and I'm not going to judge you. She will. I am. <laughs> and if she does, I'm, I'm going to tell Doug to turn his, turn, I mean, turn your mic off. Okay. 
I'm just not going to let you do it. <laughs> because I want to have a, a mature, professional conversation. I bet you do. Because <laughs> you want to find out why they're so dumb. No, I don't think they're dumb. That's the thing is I don't, God's honest truth, I don't think they're dumb. You think they're naive? No, I don't know. That's what I want to know. I want to know. I, I, you know, look, you get to an age where you, you know, I don't want to use the word desperate, but you get to an age where you're, you're lonely. You're lonely. You're searching, and you're will. You know, look at Doug shaking his head. This dude's like ninety, and I don't know anything about him. <laughs> wow. I mean, he could be married. He could be gay. I have nothing. I know nothing about this guy, but he's shaking his head, so he agrees with me. He's somewhere in that body over there is lonely. I don't think Doug's lonely. <laughs> He's shaking think, his head when I you think Ducks has ladies everywhere lined up. Ready Maybe. For the we'll find out next week because I've got oh, something. Good. We're going to meet Doug next week. <laughs> like the real Dougie T. The real Doug. I got an Not idea. The fake one. Yeah. All right. Uh, where are we at here? Third round of headlines? Yes. All right. What do you got? I'm going to tell you who stole a veteran's life savings and how much Spider-Man cleared at an auction. All right. There you go. Two big stories from today. We are going to get you learned so you know something. All right. Get your third round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. 530. Good air. Best service. Best price. Uh, that is guaranteed. Nikki D. Stealing from an elderly veteran is the lowest form of a human. H5. Somebody come in your home, you know, and just take control. They had a mission and only took one thing. Here's where the safe was right there. The safe on his shelf. In less than 30 seconds, a 67-year-old veteran right here in Sacramento, Vietnam veteran at that, lost his life savings during a home invasion. And when you see this video, it's one of the scariest things ever. These two men come at 1 o'clock in the morning to this man's home, kicks his door in, yeah. goes in his room, puts a gun to his head, and breaks into his safe, and they get away with 36000 in cash along with some sentimental jewelry that he had. So the first thing I thought about when I read this story, I watched the videos, these were people that know him. Absolutely. These were people that know him. That's, that's exactly what I was about to say. That mm-hmm. Whoever these yahoos are that broke, in, uh, broke into this poor man's home, yep. this guy that uh, is a reason why you have the right to break into people's home, uh, it, he, they without a doubt knew him. I mean, he's old school, doesn't mm-hmm. trust the banks or whatever right. the case may be. Right. He, they knew exactly where the safe was, and they knew that he had $36,000 in cash. Yep. And you go, well, why is this guy have thirty six? Why not? It, it, that's his right. If that's it's what he what wants to do. what he's been saving. That's how, that's how he rolls. He's old school. Mm-hmm. You know, the poor man's on oxygen, and uh, they came up, and they put the barrel right up to his temple. Right to the back of his head. And, it's uh, ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's such a horrible scene. And they see, you know, they see, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine about doors. It's funny that the story comes out because mm-hmm. how easy it is to break into, do- you know, break in a door. Yes. You know, I mean, all you have to do is mule kick a door. They just kicked it five kicks and it got them in. Right. And uh, there's things that you can do to strengthen it. You know, there's there's bars that you can mm-hmm. put under your door handle. There's certain hinges that you can do and so on and so forth. But these guys knew what they were doing and they're caught on the uh, the, the ring cam, the door doorbell. Doorbell, yep. And this gentleman also had a ring cam in his living room. Mm-hmm. So you see them come in, and they go straight to the back bedroom. They go straight to his room. They go straight to the safe, and they kick that open, too. That's how they got into it. And this is a situation there is absolutely nothing 
Nope. He could do. Nope. The best thing for him to do is to concede. But he still tried. He still jumped out of bed and tried to fight him off until they put the gun to his head, and then he just gave in at that point. And it, you know, it just kind of breaks your heart when you're listening to this gentleman talk on the news, and he's like, I just thought that the, you know this was my time and it's all over. And I'm going, this guy is a veteran. He has seen more than most of us will ever or want to ever see in yep. our lives. Yep. He dodged death by going to war. Yep. In Nam. In Vietnam. In Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's, you know, he's living in this small little place with his wife. And this is uh, his money and it's all he's got. And he's saved his entire life, which most likely he probably will never use. Mm-hmm. Right. He'll pass it down. And for somebody, I mean, he's alive, but for somebody to take his life after going through all that on something so silly. It makes me so angry. Like, even while I was watching that video, I'm like, I just wish I could be somewhere with a gun to just shoot people who do stuff like this. You gotta yeah. catch those guys. Yeah, so look at I look, hope they do. Look at you sounding all. I don't like people that vigilante. bother with elderly people and children and animals. Like that just like oh makes my blood boil. When the person was breaking into my car stealing my CD player, I stayed up all night long to try and catch them. I cannot stand people stealing other people's property. Amen. That drives me nuts. Amen. I say they catch them before the weekend. I hope so. Yeah, I say they catch him before because the Because I know he knows who it is, so I hope he can think about it and maybe give the police some leads of who he's close to that knows what's in his house. Who uh, Who is on that? Is that our friend uh, in Sacramento, the sheriff there? Um, I don't know about, maybe, about that. Maybe Which see, let, like, let's see, because I know there's a, a Crime Stoppers here in town. Mm-hmm. Let's find out uh, what kind of reward that they're giving out and see if we can help out. Can we we'll look into that after yeah, the show? Yeah, I'll look up. All right, second story, please. Spider-Man turned out to be pricey, H6. One of the rarest comic books in the entire world has surfaced right here in our country, in Victoria, British Columbia of all places, the first edition of a Spider-Man comic book. The copy of The Amazing Spider-Man 1 from March of 1963 was auctioned off for a whopping $1.38 million. <sighs> this is the Spider-Man feature where he had his first encounter with Bailey's favorite, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the audience knows that stuff. Wow. <laughs> that's cold. I thought you it before. <laughs> yeah. That's cold. You might. Don't Google it. It's, just don't. Yeah, just don't. It's, it's bad. Bailey got screwed. Everybody's going to go That's all that matters. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Bailey you. got screwed. Thank you. Well, that was so bad. <laughs> I, Super bad. I, I've never, I was like canceled before canceling was canceled. Oh, you were definitely canceled. I'm sitting, uh, uh, my old partner and I, just a quick, uh, just to tell you what Nikki's talking about. My old partner and I, we uh, just started working together. This is uh, back in Georgia. And uh, neither one of our styles is to go out to these junkets and do these, you know, one-on-one interview, record it and you chop it up and you, that's just not our style. But we did it because we had just started, and this movie was supposed to be big, and Kate Mara, and uh, Michael B. Jordan, douchebag, and the other dude that's there. You know, so we're like, we go out there, and we were like the last to go and talk to these three. And they were so not wanting to talk to us. Like, Michael B. Jordan's on his phone, and this and that. And I asked the question that Kimmel asked the night before, and I didn't even know he asked it, but, you know, the, the whole hiccup of the movie was uh, Michael B. Jordan and Kate Mara, brother and sister. Well, yes. the obvious. One's black, one's white. Mm-hmm. So explain it. 
you know, what's you know, what's the big deal? You know, it's not a racist question. And it's it, also you're not the only person that was asking that. Forget Kimmel. Every comic book fan was going, their biological brother and sister. How is how are they uh, reconciling this? So it just goes downhill from there. Like somebody calls Michael B. Jordan, he gets on his phone, which is really rude and. And then so my old partner was kind of a weirdo about toes and hair and stuff. And that was, <laughs> that was his gimmick for years. And he sees like, you know, I loved when your hair was long. Not to say your hair short. And by the way, I love your toes. That was like his gimmick. Oh. And so that was sexist. And then like, like a week later, I'm sitting there and um, I'm, I'm at a tennis tournament in the stands that I'm watching. And uh, my Twitter starts blowing up. So like some, some overzealous 20-something-year-old feminist blogger got a hold of this conversation and it was a copy and paste amongst all of her uh, people. And mm. it, like, I mean, every news outlet was talking about it. Radio yep. DJs were talking. We were the bad guys because nobody understood the whole thing. So anytime you hear Fantastic Four, that's the story. Bailey loves them. They're his favorite. I'm getting advice. Like, I'm getting counseling. Like, well, you can't you can't fight it. You just got to go with it. You, you got to apologize. <laughs> Let like, it blow over. Like, Michael B. Jordan goes on to, like, some major television show and he calls. I forget what he called me. He called me. He called me something really horrible. I don't remember. What anyway, it was he either. comes back on some months later to promote Creed, and I bring it up, and he, <gasps> God bless you, and he hangs up. <laughs> I was like, "Why are you such a dick?" <laughs> wow. Uh, have you heard of the Facebook page? Are we dating the same guy? Yes. Yes. Oh, you have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dougie T. I have not. You have not. You've heard of Facebook? I have. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a Facebook page. This is a Facebook page where we, <laughs> where women go on and they review their dates. Okay? Yes. <laughs> so there's a guy from Chicago that has been reviewed by numerous women. I guess he's, you know, he's a catch. They have it in every city. They do. Mhm. Okay. Mhm. And he's suing for certain reasons, which I'll tell you about here next. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Big thanks to Kyle, as always. Dougie T, your phone number, final hour of the program. If you'd like to participate, love to have you. 916-909-0985. Also, same number for the text machine. Uh, last few minutes for the live stream that we start each and every morning at 7 a.m. on the BS Facebook, as well as the 98 Rock Facebook. Still didn't get the Dr. Feelgood lyrics. I don't know where that went. Nope. They didn't. They, they didn't, didn't know them. They didn't know them. So you, uh, you look good. You know, as far as that earlier conversation. So you're familiar with this Facebook page, Nikki? Huh? Are we dating the same guy? Yes, I am. Okay, and it's a group, right? Yes, it's a Facebook group. Like, yeah, there's a group in every city, though. In it's every like, city. Okay. Yeah, it's not just like one central one. Gotcha. Okay. So kind of like our two peers group, a private group. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. And um, they only let women in. So, like, you have to, like, apply to get into them, and if you don't have, like, a fake female account, they're not going to let a dude into Are We Dating the Same Guy? All right. Well, the there's this guy, Nick D'Ambrosi. No, I'm sorry. Nico D'Ambrosio. That's a fun name. Francisco. Nico D'Ambrosio. He's 32. Good-looking fella. Mm-hmm. Like, he fits the online social profile perfect. Right. You know, for the ladies. So he's 32 years of age. He's from Chicago, and he's taking legal action against 27 women and demanding $75 million in damages uh, because these women wrote bad reviews about him 
uh, after their dates. Yes. And I was reading through some of these these reviews, and they're not nice things. Uh, in the legal documents, he shared uh, that uh, he met a woman at a cultural event in Chicago, and they had consensual sex. Like, none of this stuff is like these women that are saying, like, he's, you know, sexual assault or any of those no, 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 horrible no. things. They're just pretty much angry that he's no longer talking to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had uh, consensual sex that night. They went on a few ordinary dates after that. Yes. So he gave the courtesy date, right? And they, But they were never exclusive. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, you know, when it ended, you know, they would go and bash him. Very clingy. Shows off his wealth. Uh, and he's warning everybody that uh, you're going to see his bad side, especially, you know, during the business calls. And, it, like, all those bad things weren't an issue when these women slept with this guy mm-hmm. or they decided to go out on, you know, follow-up dates, but when he wasn't interested anymore, then they're mad at him, and they go and they defame him on Facebook. They're going to do this pretty much to any and every guy. It's, it's, if you go in this group and type in a guy or put his picture, almost nine times out of ten, there's something that's going to pop up, and women are going to comment whatever their experience was with this, with this person, they're going to type it in there. Well, you know, <laughs> when something ends, it's usually, if not all the time, never good, mm-hmm. or it wouldn't end, mm-hmm. right? So why does the, you know, guys, like, do, is there a Facebook group for women that do this to guys? I don't know. Is there one out there, Nelson? I thought they would make one after this became no. so popular, but I haven't heard of one. No, not that I've seen. These, you're right in that they crap on guys a lot, but a lot of, like, players are getting, like, uh, uh called out, out right on this so i don't think that a, a, a one made by guys is not gonna last yeah but guys don't do this no no they don't this well, is totally you. a woman thing like i know somebody personally that's going through this same thing and uh she's being sued by one of these guys because of this group really mm-hmm. so you know this story in real life not this guy not but- this guy but yeah this story in real life i do and what what happened there um, she's still going to court. Like he's he's suing her because she posted him in this group. And so just one one woman. Yeah, he's only suing one person. Okay, because he went in this particular group. Right. And he defamed. Yes. She defamed him. Yes. What did she say? That's his claim. Um, she basically what what all the women do in this group. She posted him and asked people if they've encountered him, and then a bunch of women responded and said, "Yes, I've encountered him. He did this, this, and this, and this." Um, they and they all just talk about their experiences with the man and what he's done to them, basically. So why is it that women do this but guys don't? I think guys don't have the time, I guess, to be like they call us catty. Yeah, petty. And a lot of guys are sneaky with what they're doing, so they're not going to go on a Facebook group and be like, "Do you know this woman?" Because then somebody's going to come back like, "How do you know her?" Like, you know, why are you posting this woman? Don't you have a wife? Or, you know, men are really sneaky, so they're not going to create stuff like this to out themselves. But women are just as sneaky. I mean, this is 2024. This is the day and age where less women want to be married, Mm -hmm. uh, less women want to have children, right? Right. They want want their careers, and they want to live their lives, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, but a lot more women who have that mindset are open about it. They're not hiding it. They're not being sneaky. They're saying... I don't want to commit to you. I don't want to commit to this. I want to do what I want to do. 
Yeah, but th- it doesn't sound like this guy was being sneaky. He was. They're always being sneaky. Of Some of these messages on this particular post that he was put on, the lady said she went out with him a few times. He told her everything she wanted to hear until he slept with her, and then he ghosted her. More women comment, he did the same thing to me, he did the same thing to me, he did the same thing to me. So now if you go to this group and you see a man who you just met online and his picture's in here and all these women say, if you sleep with him, he's ghosting you, nine times out of ten, you're going to be done with him immediately. But it doesn't sound like he ghosted him right out of the gates. He gave him the the, so the follow-ups. wine and dine, yeah. I mean, that's and not... And then he ghosted him. Yeah, but, th- well, that's not ghosting. Ghosting would be, I'm out right after. No, no. ghosting is when you are having an ongoing relationship with somebody, and then out of the blue, they disappear. That's right. ghosting. Yeah, okay. Maybe it's just a different mindset. But in my mindset, if you sleep with someone, all right... And you don't talk to them. That, I mean, I know the definition of ghosting, but what I'm saying, the 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 I'm upset because we're no longer talking after three follow up dates. Then you just kind of take a. It just didn't work out. But it, at least he tried. No, you tell me this isn't working out. I don't want to continue dating you anymore. I'm doing whatever. Okay, fine. But to just disappear and you don't call, you don't text, you don't say anything. No, people well, are going to be upset about that. Women do the same thing. I've had it happen to me. They probably do. And you can go post them on Facebook if you want. Yeah, but I would never do that. That's I, your choice. I mean, that's why, that's why I'm, just, I'm just trying to understand why you would do this to somebody. I mean, like, I, I don't It's very entertaining. I love this group. It is uh, very entertaining. It's hours and hours of reading. That I, I will not disagree with. Mm-hmm. And I have not, I've not, I've not got into it yet, so I need you to send me screenshots because they won't let me in. I get my wife to get in on it. Yeah. And what else happens is when you post a guy and one of his family members, like one of his sisters or cousins, then they see it, then they get into it and they start arguing with the girls. It's very entertaining. You know, I think I heard of this fate. Like, when, when I first got here, Somebody was telling me about a. Am I right? You're right. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Uh huh. You know One who of our I'm talking. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it was like saying that this there is another person that's on there that we know. Mm-hmm. So you know what? I'm yeah. making sense right now. You are making sense. Okay. and he is on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And bad and like there's nothing. And they're bashing him. Yeah, but there's nothing. Is there anything good said about any of these guys? No, not no. not normally. Sometimes you'll put a guy up there and everybody will say, nope, don't know him, never seen him or heard of him. You're in the clear, girl. Go ahead. That's the, that's the nicest thing you can get. Like, mm-hmm. that is a glowing compliment. No, I'm not also sleeping with that guy. Yep. Well, if I were a guy, I'd try to find a way to get in. Well, I am a guy. But if I were a single guy... <laughs> <laughs> Power guy. Uh, the operations last night, it went amazing. <laughs> I would go onto this Facebook page and I would uh, make sure I don't date any of the women on there. <laughs> well, I mean, they're like they're poisonous. They're not poisonous. They're just trying to get down to the facts. That you know, when I was dating, that was always the thing that drove me nuts is the the chitter chatter. You know, I'm a big keep everything in house guy. Mm-hmm. You know, because once it starts to leak, then it the 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 message, the story gets watered down, misconstrued, right? And so. Uh, I, I remember when uh, one of my runs as Big Daddy Bang Bang back in the day, there was uh, a, a guy that I later became friends with, but he said he told this girl that was interested in me that, you know, I was a player and this and this and that. And, you know, because you know, I was dating. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I, that's not in my nature. I was just dating. I just couldn't settle down. And it was fun and, and it was easy. Right. And uh, I remember it was the first time in my life I'd ever heard that. And it hurt. And I immediately went out and got a girlfriend. 
Like I forced myself to get a long time. Because he said you were a player? He, sa- he said it was misogynistic. He said, uh, yeah, I mean, just like it was things that I was not. Mm. But once it's said, it's out there in the universe. And then, you know, a girl came and told me that. And I was like, uh-uh, that ain't happening. And so I went through the Rolodex and I was like, all right, she can be a girlfriend for a while. So I was like. Oh, goodness. So, hey, can you be my girlfriend? She can be a girlfriend right. for a while. Can you be my girlfriend? Sure. All right. That's a true story. I ended up keeping her for like two years because <laughs> yeah, of no that. No one doubts that that's a true story. But you also, if you were still Big Daddy Bang Bang, you would be a very popular figure posted on that group for sure. And for no reason, because I was a good dater. I was a nice dater. I was actually uh, an over-the-top cheesy dater, and in, in, in which you know, especially younger girls would blow me off after a date because I would go out to a fancy restaurant. I would, you know, I would. They say you were creepy. That's what they say. I would pull all the stops, but (laughs) that's what I was learned. That's what I learned how to, you know, be a gentleman, be Mm -hmm. chivalrous, you know, be cavalier, all -hmm. those types of things. You know, and all these chicks wanted to do was like, go get a burger. That's it. And go back and have a beer and play (laughs) Xbox or whatever the thing was. Netflix and chill. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, then that didn't exist. It wasn't Netflix back then. It was Blockbuster and Bang. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Hollywood video. Like, Doug, how old are you, Doug? 62. 62 years uh, of age. Okay. So, and you're single right now? Yes, sir. Okay. So, uh, do you have do you have a girl you're dating? I do. Okay. So, how long have you been dating her? Uh, almost a year. Okay. So, we're getting to know Dougie T, right? So, almost a year. Do you remember your first date? I do. Okay. Is she younger or older? Little younger, little younger. Okay, I'm not going to ask her age. A little 30. younger, <laughs> right? A little younger. What did, what did you do on your first date for this young lady? Uh, went to a concert. Uh, free tickets from the radio station, of course. Okay, what, <laughs> but you, what, what concert was it? Uh, it was uh, Tesla at Thunder Valley. Okay, there you go. And you probably took her out to dinner prior. Yes, indeed. All right, where'd you go to dinner? Thunder Valley Steakhouse. Okay, so nice place. Yes, right, nice place. You you probably opened the door for her. Absolutely. You probably pulled her chair out for it. You got it. Okay. When you went home, you, I don't, I mean, I'm guessing you probably didn't even go in for a kiss. You just said, hey, have a good evening. Thank you for the, thank you for the night, right? Yes, indeed. You got her home at a good time. See, that's to me chivalrous. That's, it is. That's cavalier. That's, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it. You know, but he would go on, he would be put on this Facebook page if the chick was, you know, 25 years old and going, oh, this guy's so boring. You know, he didn't even call me. He didn't even call me. Like, two, I didn't text me at two o'clock in the morning. You, know? like, no. you can't win. Open the door for me. What was that all about? Yeah, like what a nerd. What They're is he? Eighty bashing right? people who are doing good things. <laughs> They're only bashing people on there who are doing horrible things. No, I, I got beat up for doing similar things. Right. right. You know, old soul. I, yep. I got beat up for doing the same things. So. Old soul. No, so that, that, that's the. In my opinion, that's the way to do it. I agree with you. You know, but when you do it, you end up on a Facebook group. You just can't do it on a first date. That's that's the only thing that's I keep trying to tell it. you. No, right. you don't roll out flowers and go sit on the beach and all that stuff you say you were trying to do on a first date. That's, you work your way into that. I don't know you like that to be trying to do all that on the first date. That's well, when you do it, Nikki. Indeed. That's yeah. the first, right? Yep, yep. Thank you. Well, normally yep. you're, you know, when you're getting to know somebody, there's a lot of texting, some phone calls before that first date, right? There is, but I don't want you to <laughs> show up with flowers and champagne and say, let's go sit on a beach the a first too date. Much. Yeah. yeah, that's too intimate. Yeah. Too intimate for a first that's date. That's too intimate? Yeah, for a first date. Yeah. Oh, my. What is a, oh, yours, Applebee's. I'm going to Applebee's, yeah, period. Right. <laughs> Gotcha. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
We're going to be in public with people. Because a lot, you got to think, a lot of times we're online dating now. I'm not going to go sit on a secluded beach with you and end up drowned in the beach. No, 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 no. You're going to drown gonna, on the beach? Yeah. In you the know, sand? He can drag, drag, drag me out to the water. No, I'm not having that. We're going to go to a public place where there's lots of people. We can talk. I can get in-person vibes to know you're not a killer. And we move on. Wait, because I can't kill you at an Applebee's? No, too many witnesses. It depends on when you go. Right. <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Not if I'm doing pickup. <laughs> We're going to sit in there. You know, Doug, you know what the problem is? Yeah. You and I? Yeah. We're romantics. That's it. They're just, we're far and few between. Two nice guys. The women that are with us, you know what they're called? Mm. Lucky. Well, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You got that right. Damn right. You and I need to double date and show our, you know, our ladies know what it's like. That's right. Yeah, I want to see you guys double date. <laughs> Set that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going out with Dougie T and his woman. Go right on ahead. That's right. <laughs> She's only a little younger. Our ladies are going to, you know, afterwards be like, I never thought I could get this good. <laughs> exactly. exactly. There's going to be a time in the evening I want to lean over and say a little more of the bubbly Dougie T. Why you say, certainly. no, my lady first, please. <laughs> God. You know, that's another thing is when you're sitting there and you're eating food, you know, it drives me insane. Like a waiter, waitress comes over and they take the man's order first. And I always stop them and I say, please, ladies first. Ladies they first. do do that. And when if I'm out with a guy, they always do that too. Like, no, take hers. I'm like, why aren't you taking mine anyway? Why does somebody have to tell you to do that? So I, ladies first. I, I would give advice to any women that go out on a first date, like the rule of, uh, you know, if the guy eats the last appetizer and doesn't offer it to you. He don't love you. He, he, yeah, he ain't good. Mm-mm. It's the same thing as if the waiter waitress comes to the table. And doesn't take the woman's order first. And, and he doesn't say, take, you, know, you know, what do you want? And goes he's to you first. Her, right. Yeah, he's, he's not good. But I guess that's not, not the rule anymore. I'm posting somebody in that group if they don't do that for me. See? Yeah. 916-909-0985. We can continue this conversation if you'd like. Uh, Richard Simmons. You know who he is, right? Sweat, I do. Sweating to the oldies. He's got a biopic that's coming out, and he's not very happy about it. So no, we can talk not. about that as well. Give us a minute. Hang on. A biopic for Richard Simmons. I'm in. I would go see it, too. Oh, I like yeah. I like the story of Richard Simmons. Yeah, I'm interested. I don't think you're going to have to go and see it. I'm sure it's going to stream. Yeah, that's uh, not going to be I thought we going to go to theaters. I, no. I, yeah, I don't see it being like a Freddie Mercury. I yeah, look, I like Richard Simmons, don't get me wrong, but I don't know how much of a drawl a Richard Simmons biopic would be. Hey, you know what? I don't know. Maybe. I don't, no, I don't it, know now. I think people might be interested with the way things are in, in life today. It's going to be like Weird Al. You know, it's going to go to Tubi or it's going to be on Fubo. No, yeah, it's I not going to be that lowbrow. At least Mark Netflix. my words. He won Mark a, my words. They won a, what, a Golden Globe or an Emmy or something for that? Uh huh. And then he went to In and Out Burger afterwards. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they, they the the biopic on Weird Al was actually pretty good. Uh, I liked it, but I I grew up with Weird Al. I like Weird Al. You know, so I was interested. So I don't uh-huh. know how many people would be interested. But Richard Simmons is kind of a, you know, he's a he's 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 an he's an there's there's been generations that have been skipped, so he's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Right, and he was like he's been locked up in his house. No one's seen him for like ten years Since at this point. Two thousand and fourteen. Really, it's been that long, mm-hmm. and nobody Nailed knows it. why. Ten years. No, um, the, his camp is just saying he wants to live a private life. He doesn't want to be out in public. 
Well, there was talk at one point that he was being taken advantage of by his, uh, like, uh, like a maid or something, someone who was working for him. Be, what is his health deteriorating? He's sick, probably. Well, I mean, he's weird. I don't know that he's sick, but like he used to be a big guy. Like he used to be on Stern all the time too. And then all of a sudden he just stopped taking Stern's calls. So even when like he wasn't like really out in the public eye, they could always get him to come on the Stern show and do things. And even then they, he wouldn't even answer those calls. He was one of the first celebrities that I ever met in this business. And uh, we were having him in studio. I was producing a morning show at the time. And, uh, it was like a no security radio station. Like there was a studio <laughs> and there was the front door and there was maybe 15 feet of lobby in between. Right. And so you like, you walk in the front door and you're immediately in the studio. Right. And so, uh, they were like, you know, Richard Simmons is coming. So can you go, go grab him at the door? And, and I was like, the, the, the yeah. What? Yeah. And so he, uh, he's at the front door and so, like, they buzz him in because you have to buzz, still get out to buzz in. They buzz him in, and I'm walking towards him. So I'm about, I'm about 10 feet away. Mm-hmm. And he, had, he, he knew my name because I was his contact. So mm-hmm. he, he's wearing these, you know, those short little biker dolphin shorts. Those little, yeah, those little dolphin biker shorts, you know, they're blue and white striped. I have a picture of this hanging in my studio at the house. And he had his, you know, little bedazzled tank top on. Oh, yeah. And he goes, Buckethead, you know, the name I went by for so many years goes, Buckethead, Buckethead, <laughs> and he runs and jumps up and straddles me. That's Whoa. awesome. He runs up and he jumps on me on my, like I'm standing up and he jumps on me. And I got to grab his ass cheeks to hold him up. That's and he's like, awesome. I'm ready. And I was like, this is the funnest guy ever. Okay. Yes. Right. He's the funnest guy ever. I would love to meet him. And he did that. So much, so much energy. <laughs> so I guess I, I should probably just explain to people. I mean, there might be people that don't know who Richard Simmons is. So Richard Simmons was the health exercise guru of the 80s and became a cultural icon into the 90s and, in my opinion, still to this day. And he, well, would, he, was, go ahead. he, would, he would put out these VHS tapes of sweating to the oldies mm-hmm. where it was aerobics. You know, it was Jane Fonda as a dude. Right. And so, uh, you know, you would put the, the VCR tape into your, uh, your VHS tape into your VCR and you would play it and you'd do the aerobics mm-hmm. with him. And he wasn't like bulky or huge muscles. And he, I mean, he really wasn't in, I mean, you look at him, he was like in great shape. He just worked out a lot. He just right. sweated a lot. Right. Well, he was also one of the first people to start talking about body positivity in terms of like back in the day, uh, Jane Fonda, like you ex- explained, they would all be very beautiful people. And so what Richard Simmons, he took up the cause of fighting for those who were basically drowning in their own bodies. So the videos he was doing, he would have overweight, out of shape, older people in them because what his niche was, was to get those people people that were turned off by the glitz and the glam and the, well, I can't start this now because I don't already look like those people to just make fat people healthier. And, and, and you would get the story. It was the, in my recollection, it was the first of the story of the, yes. you know, it's like, I've been this weight my whole life. I was, mm-hmm. you know, and you get the, 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 the flashback and uh, he would say, you know, look, Toby, you don't need the donut. And, you know, he had the donut in front of him just dangling on a cushion. <laughs> dangling donut. <laughs> you got to be quicker than that. Well, 
he was on the treadmill, right? Right, right. So you got to run faster. Chase the donut. So uh, I guess prior to the announcement of this biopic coming out, which is going to star Pauly Shore. I think everybody knows who Pauly Shore is. You know, mm-hmm. he's in the juice. <laughs> right? So Pauly Shore you know, is going to play Richard Simmons. And wow. this is actually a project from what I read that Pauly Shore had been wanting to do for years. And so he had been in contact with Richard Simmons' camp over the years, and they just kept denying him, uh, you know, the, the the rights, you know, just saying, hey, look, we're not ready to do it yet. We're not ready to do mm-hmm. it yet. In which, you know, I never quite understood, like, when is the right time if you're of that level uh, to do something? If somebody feels that strongly about your story and they want to get it out, I'd feel flattered. But I have a uh, very good friend of mine who is known internationally, and he has been approached numerous times about a biopic or about a documentary and all these things about his career and what he's done in the world of professional wrestling. And he just says it's not time yet. He he keeps saying it's not time yet. But see, I'd rather be a part of the process than not and let somebody else tell my story. So I think when you've gotten to the level where somebody wants to do a biopic about you, it's time. Right. You know, and, and then you don't have any control over it. Right. Yeah. You want to control the narrative mm-hmm. the exact way that the exact way that Queen wouldn't license Bohemian Rhapsody until they promised it was a movie about Queen, not about Freddie Mercury, which is why they don't go real deep into him being homosexual and, and everything about his interpersonal life. It's more of a broader movie about everything that was the band itself. So they, that's not going to be the case here. And you can't have a biopic without the downside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Because yep. nobody's going to be interested. Yep. I just, and I'm, I, I don't know if anybody else does. I don't know. I don't, I've not done my Richard Simmons research, but, you know, I don't know the dark side. Like, there has to be some type of dark side that we don't know that's going to make this interesting. Mm-hmm. And I would, if I were Richard Simmons and his camp, want to control that narrative and how it's communicated to the public. Do you think yes. we're going to find out what's happened over the last 10 years? Again. and yet, No, I don't think they the know. Problem, right. We can't know unless he says something about it. Mm-hmm. Right. But he, they can speculate because all they've got to do, right, is put at the beginning of this biopic that this is uh, not been cleared by, and this right. is based off of disclaimer, and yeah, and disclaimer, and you can do pretty much whatever you want. So expect this thing to come out, and afterwards, we'll see for the first time Richard Simmons pissed off, uh-huh. and he go, look, this is not even close to right. Uh huh. Right. That's one of that's why one of my favorite words in radio is. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's going to be a lot of allegedly. Uh, To back my play, it's not Tubi. It will be streamed on YouTube starting Friday night after it debuts at Sundance Film Festival. So not even a Tubi. Wait a minute. It's debuting this Friday? The Court Jester is premiering at the Sundance Film Festival this Friday Uh and will be available to stream that night on YouTube. I've got YouTube. YouTube is definitely a step up from Tubi, Nelson. YouTube, YouTube releasing it for free where you don't like anybody can get to it. You think that's a step up? You would rather release there than a TV network? Hold on. YouTube or YouTube TV? No. YouTube. Oh. Like YouTube.com. Exactly. They're going to get paid for it with people watching it and viewing it. What are you saying right now? What I'm saying is it sounds less awesome. It's like less classy. It, Even a Tubi at least is a TV network. And to, to Nelson's point, it must be so bad. 
that nobody wanted to buy it. Yeah. Right. Right. So if it's on YouTube and you're releasing it for free, <laughs> that means that they went around to the networks or the streaming services and tried to sell it and nobody wanted to buy it. Right. Or, or maybe they didn't want to buy it because they knew that Richard Simmons is not a part of it. So this is just all speculations from somebody else. Kind of, kind of like of the, view. the Tommy Lee, Pamela Lee porn video. None of the porn uh-huh. the mm-hmm. porn porn companies didn't want to pick it up because they didn't give uh, permission to do it. Right. Well, that was a whole different that was a whole different thing because basically it was like assault essentially because that tape was stolen. Nelson, question for you. Yes. Who would play Nikki D in a biopic? Ooh. Hmm. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. How about that? I picked Niecy Nash to play me. Niecy Nash. Ne- okay, Niecy I can see Nash. Niecy Nash. I yeah. can see Niecy. Okay. She has the sash that's needed to play me. I don't know who me. that is. I don't think Jennifer does. You don't know who Niecy... You, you never seen um, Reno 911? That cop yeah, show? but she's so uh, much uh, older than you. Like, that's why I wouldn't go with that. I would go... She's not age appropriate. All right. Who plays Nikki? Who plays Nelson? <laughs> oh. Oh, Shucks, hold on, let me see. Farley and uh, Richard Jewell are already dead. I so. know, I know, I know. I'm about to find I'm about to find who can play you. Oh my god. I'm about to find who can play you. Are you Googling who will play Nelson in the yeah, Bible? Because I don't know I don't know anybody's names that Fat, can play Nelson. Sad bearded white guy. Fat. And you know what? Nothing's even really coming up when I put that in. Does it have to be somebody that's still alive? Well, yeah, that's how those yeah. things work. Oh, oh. Gotta be somebody oh that's right. We're actually going to make the movie. Yeah, right. we're going to make the movie. All right. Uh, so everybody's gotten healthy. Nobody can play Nelson. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like literally, when I put it in, that no. What about Brendan Fraser? He did a good job and well. Oh, you know. he did do. I would no. take a Brendan Fraser. I would take Brendan Fraser. You can he get, can't play you. You can get. You just need to get somebody with the kind of the similarities in the face. Everything so you else. You could go you can, Jonah Hill. You could go. Uh, what's who's that guy on My Name Is Earl that lost all the weight? Jason Suplee. Yeah, that's the who was like six hundred pounds. Ethan Suplee. E- Ethan Suplee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jonah and, Hill's the closest one. Even and Ethan Suplee had a, a huge drug problem too, so like he could really fit into the biopic of me. all the good <laughs> fat comics are dead. Josh Gad. Dang. Ooh, Josh Gad would be good. He'd be a little too uh, happy. He wouldn't nail the the sad, depressing part of me. I don't. I like Josh Gad. I think that dude is like way talented. I do too. I like him a lot. I Who could play fan. Bailey? Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, that's his twin. Everybody you sure you don't want to take like a second? That. I mean, I was already <laughs> thinking about it. I was already thinking about it when you asked about Nikki. I've been staring at you. I've been staring at you and trying to figure it out. It's Jason Bateman for sure. <laughs> yeah. No thought needed. Period. No, well, it's perfect. I, I've never. So is that based off of character, not looks, right? No, I think that he would be. I think if he dyed his hair dark and, and put on a pair of glasses, and you guys are both funny and quick witted, yeah, I think that you. I think it would be perfect fit. I can see that because I get the Seth MacFarlane. I get the. I could see Seth just without makeup. Like you wouldn't have to do a lot to Seth MacFarlane to make him look like you. I get the Donny Osmond. Oh, and he's I, too old. And I get the Peter Brady, Christopher. Again, too Knight, old. And uh, at the beach, The Rock a lot. You do not get get the rock. He says that so much and nobody ever catches on when he says it. (laughs) I started thinking about it for a second. No, he says it so much. Nobody catches on. It's a true. It is true. At the beach, at night, the rock. 
at the beach like, at night when it's totally pitch black dark and all you can hear are the waves, I look like the rock. Yeah, that's when it happens. Okay, you I believe you. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe there was another rock. No. So my biopic would be would take place at the beach at night. <laughs> <laughs> and it would just be the rock's voice narrating the story. That's it, with some waves in the background. <laughs> that's all you're getting for his biopic. Don't worry about what he looked like, sweetheart. Don't worry about it. Well, and for oh. me, it would be Jeff Bridges from The Big Lebowski playing the dude. You can't pick your own, dog. It's not oh, like all right. Well. Your own. I mean, I know you want to be a part of the I'd show, but you got to wait there. for your turn, man. Y'all ain't leaving me off. <laughs> I was thinking Look, we appreciate Shore, you maybe. being here, but it's like two I'm days in. in. You can't just be, you can't be picking your own nicknames <laughs> and over. your own biopic characters. <laughs> Back just, up. Call me Sting from now on. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, know, you think I'm going to push these buttons and you leave me? All right, Brad Pitt. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sitting here giving him the hand signal to hit the bed. He's like, no, 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 no. no. We're not done going around the room. No, we're not going to commercial break. You're crazy. Enough of me talking about me. Now you guys talk about me. <laughs> I could see a Steve Martin. There you go. <laughs> Steve Martin. Well, we're glad you're here, obviously, because Nelson's going to die. One of these days. All right, Nikki, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a police chief was Jeff fired. Bridges, guys. You don't. <laughs> and I want to tell you where a 10 year old was bitten by a shark. <laughs> if Doug doesn't mind. Bring it on. If Doug doesn't mind. If he doesn't mind. Gotta clear everything with me now. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Any last minute calls, comments, concerns? 916 909 0985. If you want to get on the text machine, uh, use that same number. All right. Give us a minute here. Hang on. There, we, there go. we go. All right. Geez, All right. So you give the guy airtime and he really ends on a bad note. <laughs> Off the rails. You want to try it again? Let's do that again. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, it's Hold too on. late. I can't load anything. Hold I can't on. reload just that give stuff. It, All right. Just give it a second. I can reload it. All don't, right. Don't worry about it. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. Big thanks to good guys. Heating and air. Good. We'll get this right. Probably so in close. a month. Uh, GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. Nikki D, please. A police chief has lost his job over nudes. H7. Meanwhile, at $75,000, the Alameda, California Police Department has the largest sign-up bonus in America, plus a hefty starting salary of more than $113,000. But the problem is they're having a hard time recruiting police. And while the force is having a hard time recruiting police, you have this guy in North Carolina that's losing his job because he asked a colleague's wife for topless pictures on Snapchat. And what she did was she took screenshots, which is silly because you can see when a person does a screenshot on Snapchat, showed it to her husband. They took it to the town's manager. I guess that's who you have to go above in the police force. And this guy ends up losing his job and getting fired. That's frowned upon, huh? Oh, of course. And he's married with his own wife and three children. Why are you asking another man's wife for nude pictures? Did she send them? No, she did not. She did not send them? Yeah, what no. kind of relationship do they have? That's what I was wondering. Like, I'm, you got to have some balls to ask that. 
Hey, could you ju- uh, just text Rach real quick and tell her not to open that Snapchat? <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking it's because this is a small so, town. Everybody bad. knows everybody's wives and families. You follow each other on social media. So she probably put up something. He might have slid or commented on a picture that said, oh, you look nice. She responds and says, thank you. He thinks he has an open door. Why is he on Snapchat? How old is this guy? 42. Why? Okay. Why is he on Snapchat? I mean, I'm, Snapchat. I'm still on Snapchat. Oh, okay. that's where I get a lot of my nudes at is Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just wonder what the context was. I mean, I know it sounds goofy that it could possibly be innocent, but like if, if, if Rach had posted a, man, I guess there's no context where somebody asked uh, your wife for nudes. Like if Nelson asked my wife for a topless photo, you know, if it was just out of nowhere, that would be weird. Yeah. But if she had made a comment on social media about something goofy about her breasts, because my wife has got great breasts and they're big, you know, uh, and, and like Nelson was like, yeah, you should probably send me, you know, like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know no, if I that's get... still too far. Even it, it... Yeah. like asking another dude's wife for nudes, mm-hmm. you had, there's at least six or seven other text messages in between them. Yeah, that's where, what I'm saying. Where she is giving you the indicator, like, I could maybe send you nudes. Are women into men with large breasts? No, but we are into men with large penises. Well, no, I understand that. But oh. like Nelson, like look at, I mean, you can see him today. I have a full okay. C cup. They we are don't, not large. They're a perfect size. Like, we don't like see men those? with large breasts, but we like men with large chests. So like if you're a man that's built to where like you have like pecs, maybe Barrel they don't chest. look like boobs. They're hard. <laughs> Yeah, and they move like that. Like, women do like that. At least I know I do. What about that? What Nelson's doing? He's squeezing them. Ew, Nelson, put that away. (laughs) Put them away. That's a violation. Let me get a picture. Let me get a picture. Don't take a picture of that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That is so gross. We'll break the internet here in a minute. I should have never seen that and been fine. Can I tell you something? These are good nips. Can I tell you something? Uh Uh-huh. Man boobs can be deadly. How? A study found that middle-aged men with man boobs are 37% more likely to die young before the, before the age of 75. But the good news is just having them because you're overweight doesn't count. You, have to, you, you, you might have a condition called gynecomastia. 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 Yep, so did you have boobs when you weren't overweight, Nelson? I've never not been overweight. Okay, so you've had them your whole life. <laughs> Never not been overweight, not Look, one time. What he's doing right now, so nasty. I admire so much. And he's breathing hard with it. Like, I'm self-conscious of, my, like, taking my shirt off. Me too. This guy owns it. Yep. It much. makes me want to be overweight. because It's the it's, fastest way to get called brave. You don't need to be a soldier. You don't need to go to wartime, be a police officer, save a person from a fire. Be fat, take your shirt off, let someone take pictures and post it. Yeah. They will call you brave. Yeah, I mean, look at this guy. Put your shirt down, Nelson, now. Take Nothing's it all the enough. Way off. No. Okay, I will. Put it down, though. I will. Take it all off. Oh, my God. Look what you started, Bailey. Uh, oh, he's Burt Kreischer in it now. Oh, uh, my God. Pants, too? You want no. To pants? No, too I'm not far. interested in that. I just like, Jesus. Your, I just like your chest. All right, second story. We're going to finish out the show like this. finish my story. A young boy was attacked by a shark in the Bahamas. Stop doing that slapping. H-8. Monday afternoon, a 10-year-old boy from Maryland was bitten on his right leg while participating in an expedition in a shark tank on Paradise Island. Oh, my gosh. This took place. A little distracting. Very distracting. Oh, my gosh. You got my green light. Go ahead. Police. This took place in Atlantis in the Bahamas. Um, They were on an experience 
Um, like how when you go to a resort, you can choose different experiences that you want to do. I've gone to the website and they've pulled it down, of course. So apparently they had some type of shark experience that you could do at this resort. Resort, And that's what this little boy was doing with his parents when one of the sharks actually bit him. Done the exact thing twice. Oh, you've done. So what's the experience? Because they've where, taken it down. I that's, can't find that's it. Where, that's where we went every summer. That's where we stayed. Yeah, but what's the shark experience? What do you do? Well, there's a tank, uh, a large tank that you get in. Ooh. and But they're all like nurse sharks. But you they know, still have teeth. Lemon sharks. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not supposed to bite you. That's the thing. You know, but I'm telling you, these sharks. Nelson, that microphone picks up everything. I didn't realize that. Sorry. So when you are slurping whatever it is, it is loud. I told him that yesterday. He doesn't listen to me. He just sits over there and slaps his So this one, like, you get in an actual tank. You can also swim with them, too, like on a shallow side of things. Uh Uh-huh. But this one, you get in uh, an actual tank. And we signed... uh, Actually, you know what? We... Yeah, we did do this one. You did this one? Yeah, I think we did this one. I know we did the other one. We did one of them. And then one of them we didn't do because... Caleb had just had knee surgery, and they wouldn't let us go in because. Ooh. But we went, you know, we've done the excursion in the, in the Bahamas where you go out with, you know, some local charter, and they put a line about, you know, 20 feet out, and everybody just hangs on the line. They put chum in the water, and then th- there are thresher sharks that will come up, and, and, and you just kind of dangle above them. Uh, and it's, it's, it's cool, but I will tell you, it scared the living daylights out of me. And I'm good in the water. Water, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, because one of the sharks got too close. And he start, like he was checking my feet out. And it freaked me out. I was like, that's time for us to go in. The sharks in the Bahamas seem like they're getting angry and angry. Angry and angry, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to play around with it. And this baby's 10 years old. It's one thing for these adults to do silly things. But now you're letting your kids get in tanks with sharks? No. When I was in Mexico, they had some kind of similar experience where you get in the water. And I don't know what the instructor did, but he did something. And all I saw was this shark, like, splatter and something. Splatter. And in my mind, whoever was standing there, they were already dead. Luckily, when I came to, they were alive, but it was over with for them. What about this? In the Cayman Islands, there's a an excursion you can do that you go out and you're just uh, waist high in water, uh-huh. and they have the giant manta rays, okay, like the huge manta rays, and you put your you 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 have chum in your hand, and you put your hands out because they're so domesticated for the most part. They will come up to you. They will rest on your arms. And if you go to give them a kiss, they lift up their front area and you Mm -hmm. can kiss them. And then you can feed them, but they tell you that you have to knuckle your thumb because if your thumb is up and gets stuck in their eat hole, it sucks it up in them. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's too much. That's too many instructions. Wanna... That's too much going on. <laughs> All I see is my guy Steve. He out of here. I don't want to do none of that. So no. the, you know, with the big barbs in the back, Mm-mm. you know, uh-huh. no, thank you. So what does my dumbass do when they tell me not to do something? Stuck your thumb up there. I had to. Of course. Yeah, I had to. And it's it's like when you're a kid and you're trying to uh, learn about sex in the hot tub jet. Uh huh. You've done that, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So it's the same feeling. It's just with your thumb. Okay. Yeah. You're not. I guarantee if you did it with your thumb, someone else has used that appendage. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Gary's not looking, right? All right. Get over here. Where's this? Where's this man? It's like the bank sucker thing. Ooh, it'll pull the top right off of that thing, man. That's kind of cool. Well, poor baby. They had to fly him back to Maryland. He's um, in serious condition. Serious condition. Yeah, he's in serious condition. Well, that's sad. Hopefully he doesn't lose his leg. 
I will tell you that that resort is very good with giving you refunds and such <laughs> when you have um, bad things happen. Yeah, like when our friend, uh, my daughter, did they give you a full refund? Friend died. No, uh, they they gave 50% us fifty percent off a meal. <laughs> they gave us something. They were very cordial. They were very nice about. Okay. It. Yeah, I mean, she came back to life, so don't worry about. It. I told the story before, but yes. Yeah. She and alive. I had a, and I had an incident where my. My, you know, I had a, I got injured doing something, and they refunded me my money for an excursion. So, oh, okay, yeah, they're always pretty cool. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, tomorrow, Randy Cross, three-time Super Bowl champion with the San Francisco 49ers, will join us around 9 a.m. to talk about the uh, playoff game this week with the Packers. Uh, we might have Scott Stapp on. I'm going to discuss that here in a few minutes. And he's got the show with the Daltrey tomorrow night at the the uh, Thunder Valley, the venue there, Thunder Valley. Nikki and I will be out there. All right, Nikki, what do you got? Oh, we also got Game of Tones and more Satriani Vi tickets and uh, Daltrey and Stapp tickets. All right, what do you got? Just want to say, Doug, welcome to the family. We have faith you will get it down soon. And Nelson, we love your perfect C cups. Oh, that's uh, from the text. <laughs> you know what you do on the text machine? You got to hit the guitar. You got to hit the little thing that says text machine I there, Doug. I want to give Doug no more pressure. I just read it. I love it. <laughs> It's in green. I don't think he, I don't think he knows what we're talking about. Yeah. It's right it's right in the middle of the hotkeys, Doug. He's Where like he's looking around like Stevie Wonder right now. He's like, ah. All right. Uh is that it? You yeah. Anything? All right. Doug, you got anything before we get out of here? Uh just it's a pleasure working with you guys. Looking forward to doing it again tomorrow morning. All right, we gotta work on this ending thing. It's supposed to be quippy and not uh-huh. serious and not cheesy and it's supposed to be funny, like uh-huh. I'm Dougie T and I got beautiful babies in my bed right now. You know, something fun like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Nelson? Yeah, if you're fat, take your top off. There you go. See, like that. No, keep it on. That's what I'm looking We got to loosen this guy up. Well, All right, after, Mickey, after watch. Mickey's up next. Enjoy after that. It is our buddy Abe Cannon. Uh, and then we'll do it all again tomorrow at 6 a.m. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Until then, bye!